Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode here at Crit and Fumble. Let's do the thing for Tash. The no, don't. Click, Stop click, it! Click, click. We did it. If, what, you're, what if you're only listening, we're doing like, you know, the, the movie uh, cut scene thing. What are those <laughs> actually that's for? That, that's actually supposed and to be... It's cut. a clapboard. Isn't that like a clap? What? For sound. Yeah, he's right. Oh, oh. It's for syncing the sound to the picture. I've had that. Huh. Uh, <laughs> a clapboard. <laughs> but nowadays, cameras have the sound and the picture in one device. Whoa. So you don't actually have to do that. Science. Yeah, that's, that's like a grandpa thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't you know like those it. smelly old people. Those uh, nasty old people. Mm. Gross. Stalked by death. <laughs> Just before we hit record, the you all name. spent like 15 minutes saying I was like a grandpa. That's true. And you, in you our defense, we're talking about the grandpa noises you make. Yeah. So, that's true. Well, I that's mean, why, like, self- that's why, you know, when people are like hateful towards specific groups, but they're like, mm. it's okay, because I have a, you know, a friend of that group. That's like, right. when I say that I'm like, oh, I have these opinions about old people, I go, it's okay, I have an old friend. <laughs> His name is Neil. And then the camera pans over to Neil standing up from a couch going, oh. <laughs> <laughs> is that like when people say they're not racist? Because they have a colored friend. Exactly. Yeah, that's Neil's my token right. old friend. <laughs> you token. I, I feel very comfortable with this. <laughs> Hell yeah. You had a different shade of red. I'm right. <laughs> so, how's everybody feeling from uh, you old pinch of till in the last episode? There. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, we, I've moved on. Oh wow! Yeah. Everybody's just like, all right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Really? I, I got a new romantic interest now. <laughs> Is this Brie or Calliope? Um. <laughs> Neither of us. That was all bluster. Oh. I'm still shaking up. I missed that little asshole. Yeah. It was, uh... <laughs> Wait. <laughs> that's what I want my eulogy to be. Yep, that's a lot of information. And his little asshole. <laughs> oh, right. I never, never yeah. read it that way. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh. Wow. Wow. Till. Oh. Boing, boing, boing. Yeah, that last week it, <laughs> last week was a fucking doozy, man. It was, yeah. yeah. It was totally unexpected. Coming into that, I actually did not expect anything to even remotely close to that happen. I think it was just like the way the dice landed. Yeah. It was one of those one of those moments. It's a good reminder that I mean D D is a hell of a game, right? Like it's you mm. just never really know how the dice are gonna shake out. It's a yep. man eater. We yeah, also don't know. fake shit. Like, if somebody dies on our podcast, they die. They're de- like, yeah, they're sorry, dead. they're gonna. Yeah. Die. Some people don't. So I think I get the sense that some podcasts um, make it hard, impossible to die. Maybe, mm-hmm. don't you? It depends. I think like I've definitely listened to some indie podcasts where the DM specifically has a specific narrative and like narrative points that they want to reach, mm-hmm. and character deaths impede that narrative so the dm Uh, will throw a lot of gimmies yeah uh i think that good dming is being able to you know think on your feet and like Mm -hmm. and i mean in this case till was i mean an important npc but he wasn't you know he wasn't a player character like could have easily been one of the player characters it could have that's the thing that that disintegrate ray would have killed both of you obsidian would have killed mog mog yeah Yeah. we would not you two yeah yeah we would have been fine but we couldn't Mm -hmm. have taken more than one hit of that disintegrate ray Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, because I, I think what it says in the rules is if it brought you to zero. So if he hit you again with that later in combat and yeah. your HP was low enough, you still would have died. Or even if, you know, we took a couple of hits from those mercenaries that just brought us down just low enough. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, me, I go down seven times in a fight, you know? So right. 
it's and you got no till to bring you back yeah <laughs> just mark oh yeah never really thought about that yeah, yeah. so it's uh he was kind of like your backup healer. healers yeah yeah 100 yeah. so i was it, actually concerned about wow. that i was thinking about it. i'm like oh man he used to buff and heal a fair bit yeah, yeah. We, we all dunked on till for not being very useful but he did do a lot of body maybe between we should his... swing by the like day labor office and pick up a healer <laughs> Yeah, a, a, a temp, like a temp worker. <laughs> like, hey, uh, well, we just lost our guy, our, our little, our, he's our annoying little guy. Could you guys have another annoying little guy here? We could we'll pay borrow? two gold a day. Yeah, we pop by Mert and be like, you, you know any more annoying bards? Or, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I'm Mert's sure like, of course. No, okay. Oh my, <laughs> he opens yes. his parlor and there's just like twenty young men with boots, and you're like, all like super twinky. Yeah, and, and you're like, like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. Till was Take originally a part of Mert's harem, and, <laughs> we, and we we rescued him. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, well, it's kind of a dark backstory for Till. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I, uh, could be. He, he did all right. He did all right. He, he was, did pretty. He good. was a good boy. Yeah, we had a family for a while, mm-hmm. so that was nice. Mm. True. Uh, one thing I want to bring up in uh, play this time, and maybe at the intros, we'll, we'll play with the ideas. One thing that uh, I get a lot of heat for from you guys <laughs> is not uh, giving out inspiration, and I want to try to do it more often. And I think I gave Calliope some last episode or the episode before, whatever it was the last case episode. was. Last one. And what really like settled it for me is Bree ran a game last night at our friend's house, and it was a ton of fun. I got to play, and I don't often get to play, so it was great. And I mean, I love DMing, but it, it was fun to mix up the, the player role. And I realized how engaging it is and exciting when your character feels awesome and you gain inspiration and you get to like beat the odds, right? You don't want to do it all the time, but when it matters, it felt so good, right? And I was like, I wanted like you guys to be able to experience that too. So anyway, um, it, it was nice. I think if you're a DM, mm-hmm. making sure you play a decent amount of games is an mm-hmm. important way to remind you mm-hmm. like what it's like to be a player. Because mm-hmm. it's easy to forget. You are such a fun player to have at the table. I love <laughs> I love getting I like getting to DM for you. I think it was only the second time I've gotten to DM for so. you. I, yeah. I have only just started DMing really. Mm-hmm. And um, you're great at it. Thank you. But yeah, it was like it's so fun to sit on uh that, and like A appreciate how much work it is to DM because like you like especially during combat, like I, I like the combat I ran for you guys last night was a fraction of some of the combat that you run, but trying to that manage. That was a big all, combat. I don't know. I did. Yeah, I think I had like ten enemies on the board and eight yeah. NPCs to manage, so I was like frantically. It was, uh, it was a little chaotic for sure. Um, but like, it's a lot of work goes into it. Um, mm-hmm. And then also, yeah, just like really like you're a really engaging. Gavin is such a fucking creative player. Like it's been so long since we've played with him mm-hmm. as a player with us, not as a DM. Uh, and I forgot like what a, like he did this really cool thing where they this wagon that we were they were trying to get through the snow got stuck and they were I had been like yeah you guys can make athletics checks and Gavin was like can I put uh, cast spike growth on the wheels to act as like snow tires and I was like why not like that's such a fucking cool idea like I mm-hmm. love that mm-hmm. um anyways not to go off but it's yeah it's it's cool, cool. to have you um, oh, thank you one day I will DM a, a mini season that's my That'd that is awesome. my promise yeah. that would be maybe be awesome even if sure. it was just 10 episodes that could be really fun totally I mean you can get a lot done in 10 episodes this is episode 9 yeah. right oh my I feel God. like yeah so I, I feel like we've done a fair bit right so yeah. mm-hmm. you can do a mini season in 10 for sure mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so coming back to the inspiration thing, I thought it might be fun to see, like, who do we think from last game, uh, so episode eight, who do we think is, is most fitting to receive uh, inspiration? Uh, and I'm like, you know, you could you could uh, nominate yourself or you could well, nominate someone else. It was else. Bree and she got it. 
Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Actually, I, yeah. I would have voted for Till. Yeah, like, I mean, I mean well, he, we could, he stuck to character. He did. His he roles, died. His role <laughs> sucked as per usual, for sure. Like, he, yeah, he followed he through. Took one, he followed through. He took one for the team as All usual. Right. I'll mark till, down inspiration for Till. Yeah. <laughs> I might still give him out in play too. I feel like that's the more organic way. But yeah. I like doing it at the beginning of the uh, games too. Might be a good way, to, uh, like a reminder of when I missed. I it's mean, a, it's I, a good idea. But I, yeah, but you did give one out last game. Yeah, I think true. if we're going based on someone else who last session I think deserved um, inspiration. I actually think that Dwayne as Mark deserved inspiration. I really liked the moment uh, where he kind of like had that connection both with like he like revisited Roho, mm-hmm. um, the, the sniff of Roho, yeah. and also like the three strings on the mantle. Yeah, and there everything. was some that subtleties there. I agree. Uh, yeah. That character moment. I also think it was like I really appreciate the way that Dwayne pa- plays Mark as this character who is on the surface, always like kind of trying to like have the sense of humor and buoy the group and everything, but like qu- has these quiet moments of sadness. Like Mark, you know, takes himself away from the group, and I, I always think that. Uh, so yeah, I would nominate Dwayne as someone who I think deserved inspiration. Hmm. Interesting. My personal. What do you guys think? You guys like <laughs> Dwayne brings yeah, food. I mean, I <laughs> fuck I, that guy. I, I, I love that guy. Yeesh, that silence is I, resounding. Like, the, 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 the people have spoken, Dwayne. I mean, yeah. I try. I you actually get yeah. negative inspiration. <laughs> yeah. You're in a debt. That was his fun. That's cool. Whatever. <laughs> He's all right. <laughs> Fucking I mean, guy. I've already consumed like 1,500 calories of a snack food like before we even started. So I mean, yeah, fair. Yeah. Yep. No, I, I agree. I really liked, actually, I that moment with the, the strings and the candles on the mantle and the fact that it was like three strings from the lute specifically. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was just those little <laughs> details. So I'd mm. like Dwayne or um, I, Ro, uh, Mark to have some inspiration. I tend to, as a DM, I tend to be pretty fast and loose with inspiration. Not fast and loose. Like I make sure it's deserved, but like I'm not stingy with it. And I'll tell you why. I think that it encourages role play. Um, mm. It makes people when people feel rewarded for role-playing and playing to their characters, they're more likely to do it more often. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is that I find that inspiration is kind of this, like, f- this, it's this freebie kind of uh, advantage. And what I've noticed in the games that I play, nine times out of ten, people use their inspiration for character reasons, not mechanical reasons. So nine times out of ten, people are like, oh, I have my inspiration. I really want to succeed on this charisma check. Mm-hmm. And it makes interesting story things happen. Most of the time, people don't use their inspiration in combat. Combat, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I very rarely see people use that. I usually use my inspiration on dumb stuff. You can my- make it a rule. Hey? You could even make it a rule to not no combat inspiration. Combat. I mean, I don't care if you want to lob the head of the goblin off in one hit. It's like go for it. I think yeah, inspiration <clears throat> is inspiration. But yeah, like I've definitely. I think even last session I used it for something. I used it in combat, but I used it for something mechanically kind of dumb. I didn't want to be frightened because like so I used it to mm. negate right. the frightened because I like character wise Calliope would not have want to run from that fight. So in my mind, I was using the inspiration as a way of her being like shaking off the fright mm-hmm. of like you know what I mean. So. I don't know. Those are my thoughts on inspiration. I think it adds to the game. For sure. Right on. Well, I think that was a good um, sort of recap about kind of what happened. I mean, other than that, we're picking up this episode where you guys had just left Ye Olde Haunt after returning to uh, Waterdeep thanks to Tass. Uh, the, um, what is she? She's a, like an archmage or something. Witch. Yeah, yeah essentially a witch uh, living in uh, Skullport. Sent you guys back. You ended up in the uh, the attic of the orphanage. Did sort of like some some housekeeping running around town, that kind of thing. And are now quested with, or tasked, sorry, task quested, tasked with um, returning to Skullport and seeking out 
Olira. Uh, Olira. Am I mm. saying her name right? What's her name? Um, Olvira. 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 Yeah. Uh, she's one of the last. Actually, I think they said this is our final remaining Shadow Harper in Skullport, and she's pretty um, quiet and secluded. You know what I mean? Like she's not quick to. I don't know if I believe them when they see the, that she's her last one because, like, they, they were like, last they, time, they were literally they? like, "What was her name? The girl that we were supposed to Kalistar? What what? Kal- uh, Kalal. 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 They're like Kalal's our only person down there. We're like, mm-hmm. okay. Then we go there, and then there's this like dragon, this dragon guy, and the, he's like, oh, I'm the only other person down here. Yeah. We're like, because the campaign okay. ended. If you um, and then now they're like, okay, we have one, one last more. person down there, and mm-hmm. if this person dies, they're gonna be like. Okay, you guys aren't gonna believe okay, this. this we actually last, have huh? they just one made it there. <laughs> more person yeah. down there. They were in deep cover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were on level two. They just got to yeah. Skullport. They were they got held up in the goblin market. <laughs> yeah. they, they were fucking that hot <laughs> goblin. <laughs> I wonder how that guy's doing actually, because you guys didn't beat the Xanathar guild there. Like, <laughs> have you been oh, thinking yeah. about him? Yeah, I mean well, us too. I mean, they must yeah. have yeah. I yeah, just no. can't <laughs> get him off my mind. One hundred percent. I got the poster. I mean, Calliope's single. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Oh no! Side quest. It's literally been like ten hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Cool. Well, that's where we'll pick it up. But first, let's do some character intros and listen to some music. Hey, everybody! I'm Gavin, your dungeon master for this Mad Mage campaign. Yeah, neat. Hi. Cool. Episode nine. Someone else say something. It's my turn. Are we going yeah, sure. this way? Yeah. Uh, hello, I am Brienne, and I'm playing Calliope Dervish. Uh, Calliope is a level six battlemaster fighter and a level one rogue. Um, Multi class. And yeah, she is. Uh, she's here. She's angry. She's focused. She's dreaming nightly of blood mm. and punishment. Blood and punishment. It's like The Shining. Sounds like again, the movie show. is Shining with all the blood flowing. One hundred percent. Yeah, right. I think I think every night Calliope dreams of her friends disintegrating. <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> well, I mean, the only one night's passed so far, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I'm Dwayne, and I play Mark Dervish. Oh. oh ouch. That didn't take long. <laughs> oh, I mean, that, that hit hard. That's fresh. <laughs> Moving on fast is a familiar. Well, he's trait. a cleric. Is, is what? Uh, he's a level seven cleric, and he's a deep known. Fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He didn't have his old name tattooed on him anywhere, did he? Hey, there's a line. His, right, so first there was Rojo's last name. Uh, Rojo's last name, I believe, was Erin Ar- 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 Q. So that's got a line through it. And now there's just Dervish and Balladeer, and Balladeer has got a line through it, too. Let's not forget his first, like, his actual dad dad, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which we right. still don't know about. Yeah. That one's really scratched out. Yeah. Mark has no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> hmm. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm Tash. I play Mog. Mog is a cat man. Boy. Maybe cat boy. I don't know. No, uh, he's a Ezra man. made a man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she did. Or uh. maybe he made Ezra a man. Who knows? <laughs> um, yeah, he's a sorcerer. And he <clears throat> likes uh, mostly psionic kind of stuff. Because that's the kind of sorcerer he is. And he has a weird twin that lives inside of his body. Uh, what do they call that? Parasitic twin. That's mm. the source of his powers. And its name is Leonard. Oh, God, I hate that his name is Leonard. I don't know why. That sucks. Have we heard his name before? I've never Leonard? heard this. Yeah. yeah, it's something that was added. I have an Uncle point. Leonard. Huh. Mm. Just thought I'd tell you. It's a similarity. Yeah. I have a parasitic penis. <laughs> Mark or Dwayne? Is that like that, that fish thing that goes into their mouth and eats their tongue and then lives as their tongue? 
So you had a parasite that like went into you, ate your penis, and now lives as your penis, but isn't actually your penis? Is that what you meant? Yeah. But well, that's what I thought you meant. I am yeah. so horrified by it. <laughs> I don't know what that means. But, oh, yeah. Mark. Mark. Good. Dervish. Dervish. Yeah, and I'm Neil. I, I play Obsidian. Um, yeah, let's play. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good idea. Let's quickly let's move, move on, on from intros. Watch your ear holes. Adventurers, grab your weapons. First, kiss your kin. Bree didn't do her signature dinda. I actually, Atlanta. I did a little uh, Oh, visual, visual dinda. Yeah, I did a bum, bum. Yeah, I'm mixing it up. <clears throat> I can appreciate that. Build airbend. I was, yeah, I was airbending. Battle of the I was I was Brienne, the last airbender. Ooh. Wow. Just coming at it with the grandpa jokes tonight. Seriously. Let's, uh, let's keep it going. Keep it hot. Keep it hot. <laughs> uh, where are we at? I have stuff open on my screen, and you can oh, see already? stuff, too. Mm. And if you're hey, listening, you can't see any of that. Is that bird new? Did you add that big bird? Nope, definitely okay, not. Always cool. been there. Aww. Was it? Yeah. Who definitely. is it? It's a big bird. Who is he? Uh, it's um, Till's Terry Dactyl. <laughs> Terry Dactyl. <laughs> oh no, I didn't. I, I didn't know that Till had a big bird that needs to apparently be fed. Yeah. Oh fuck. So you so, guys, uh, unless you want to do anything else in Waterdeep. Uh, we can say that you are heading towards the orphanage and head up to the attic. So interrupt me if you want to do something else. Otherwise, I will continue on that thread. We definitely have to stop at the blacksmith. Hmm. Fair. Blacksmith. It's a new plus three swords made. <laughs> was that was that this campaign? Is that um, Yorick? Yorick. Yeah, yeah is, okay, uh, that is this one. Yeah. Waterdeep, right. Yeah, and yeah. a great time to go visit an old, an old flame. Yeah, <laughs> so I can trip over my tongue while yeah. I try to use his accent. Ah, <laughs> oh, Yorick. And have we had a long rest at this point in time? Have oh, yeah. Just so you guys just, oh, yeah, yeah, you just woke up. Yep. All right. Mm -hmm. I forget things. Remember, Mo remember well. Mog's hairball? <sighs> I mean, so we're, we're go are we going through this thing and immediately going towards the, uh, what, uh, what are we doing? Are we planting, are we planting a bomb? <laughs> Is that what we're doing? I think Being we're taking out, this. I think we're, we're, we're sinking an island. Hell yeah. All right, so we're just going I mean, straight there. Before we get like too deep into the logistical conversation, I kind of, I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? Why are we doing this? We don't have to go in here. We don't have to keep doing this. What do you mean? We don't have to keep doing this. We just watched Till disappear. Turned into nothing in front of us. Yes, exactly. They killed Till right. and Rojo. So is any, why, why? It's not worth it. Is it worth it? Uh, they killed Till and Rojo. I don't know. I just don't want them to see more of us die. But at some point, we need to intervene. I agree with Mog. Like, we could... We don't, you, want, you want to just stay behind? We own the tavern. We I think we should all stay behind. 
And do what? Have a vacation? We had a vacation for five years. Hmm. Or at least you guys did. I mean, the only caveat is that Xanathar's still here. And they obviously know who we are. And, like, staying in Waterdeep doesn't keep us safe, I guess. You are, both of you are perfectly fine just allowing this to pass without punishment. I don't think I'm saying that. I think I'm just saying... Why did you guys accept this job to begin with? That's my question for you. Because I'll tell you why I accepted it. I don't need any money. I haven't spent a penny of what we earned five years ago. I have more money than God. I don't need accolades. I'm good enough. I went down to that dungeon to avenge Roho's death. Period. Really? Yes. Hmm. Did you not? First, I've heard of that. I literally mentioned it in the second ep- in the first episode. <laughs> if you go back and listen, Calliope specifically says, "I have a personal bone to pick with the Xanathar Guild." Hmm. That- yeah, I just don't. I, it's not to say there isn't motivation to do it, but maybe the motivation to not do it is just as strong or stronger. If you don't want to go, then you then that's fine. But I don't, I don't know. I think if we go, there will be at least one more death. And how does that suit you? I'm willing to do whatever it takes. Including have me die. If you don't want to go, then you don't have to come. I think that we all knew what we were getting into when we went down into that hole. Hmm. Well, and that's something Rojo always put, he always put himself in front of, right? His safety, his safety was always at, at, at risk. I'm not going to let any of you die. And I do my best just to keep everybody on their feet and moving forward. And to cut some heads off if I need to. Oh, yeah. You're the leader. <laughs> Calliope looks aghast at that. I'm not the leader. Well, then who is? I'm pretty sure this is a democracy. Hmm. Elective. Listen, she like kind of like, like puts her, her face in her hands for a second and like takes like a deep breath and it's like, I'm not, I don't want any of us to die. Obviously. I didn't want Rojo to die. I didn't want Till to die. I was eager to get out of that dungeon to begin with because I was going to tell Till to stay the fuck up here because he shouldn't have been down there. He can't... He wasn't... He's not like us. He wasn't like us. That's for sure. He was... Till. Gentle. Fragile. All right. I... Lippy, the most likely person to die is going to be you. We all know that. Which person in every fight goes down six or seven times? You've nearly died many times. It's just a simple fluke that Till was the one who died. And now you're going down with a chip on your shoulder. Which one of us is most likely to die? I'm willing to do whatever it takes. You're willing to be reckless with your life and make the rest of us watch. How selfish is that? I haven't died yet. That's my point. That's what I wanted to bring up. I just think... We should be not so hot when we go into this. I know that we want revenge for Till. I know that we want revenge for Rojo. 
but I don't want to see any more of us die. And that's all I wanted to bring up, and that's all I wanted to talk about. So I'm not saying I don't want to go. I'm saying let's think about what we're doing. Be careful and thoughtful. I'm not like the three of you. I don't have fancy knife tricks and bows to shoot. I don't have magic, and I don't have God. I have my own two swords and my body. That's it. And now you've got a chip on your shoulder, and you're just going to make it even worse. What else am I good for? Good for a lot of things other than dying, Calliope. What, like running a tavern? Like being there for the people that care about you. That's what I'm doing. I do like a good snuggle. (laughs) (laughs) Calliope kind of like puts her arm around Mark and kind of like aggressively ruffles his hair and pushes his head a little bit without looking at him. I'm not going to die. All right. Okay, so then what are we going to do right now? We're going to we're going to show up in this witch's house. Almost guarantee there's going to be a team waiting for us. What's I our plan? That. Right. Right. And that's the problem, Calliope. You're going down there to fight. You're not going down there to think. I don't... I, I, what, what's your solution? I want to know. What's your solution? I was thinking we should wait before we go down. Do what? Give you time to grieve. We could lose our advantage. They're not expecting us to come back so soon. Really? I would. So, your suggestion is we hunker down in the tavern, have a couple of cute weeks off, let them build their defenses. I have a thought. They're expecting us to show up in the portal. Correct. They're not expecting us to take our time and make our way back down through the main, through the way we went there the first time. It might take us a day. But we know how to go down there. We know how we went down last time. We don't. Uh, we uh, got kidnapped by mm, a fucking Xenathar right. guild. There was, that, there was a bit of a jump you, there, wasn't there? Yes. Okay. I also think that <clears throat> the, the dungeon seems to replenish itself. And so all of the same there obstacles. There might be a few battles along the way. I'm trying to find a way for us to not have a fatality. And I'm pretty sure that at least one of us here is bound and determined to die. Let's What's your suggestion? Let's just go. You've got lots of thoughts and opinions today. My suggestion was that we wait. And do what? It doesn't really matter, does it? It matters to me. I'm not going to sit around and cry for three weeks. Mark, what do you want? I want to go back down to the jun- dungeon. We got shit to do. We got an island to sink. I'm in. I just want us to be thoughtful. Why start now? <laughs> because we just watched Till die. Part of the game. Some, some of us. But still, it's part of the thing. 
Calliope, wow. Calliope like looks at Mog when he says that. And like she doesn't say anything, she just stares at him. Off we go. Calliope walks ahead. Yeah, I feel like the, the conversation gets rather quiet <clears throat> as you guys head through town, make it through the orphanage. Uh, the kids are obviously there doing their Roho routine of exercise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you quiet climbing, climbing up ladders, yeah, jumping swinging off. swinging across like <laughs> yeah. monkey bars, but they're like 40 feet in the air with no harness Jumping system. into a six-inch pool of water. Weirdly, there's like a lava pool some, <laughs> somehow in there that they have to pull vault over, like... Yeah. There's actually a, a new addition to in that um, you maybe missed it when you came in just recently, but you've been down in the dungeon a while, and uh, they're like the for the younger kids, the nap time uh, is actually big hand cradles that the kids <laughs> sleep in, you know, instead of so them sleeping creepy. on the so floor. So you're in <laughs> good true. hands, written across. <laughs> is, is Hellrock one of the nannies at this? <laughs> Fuck no, <laughs> he's not. <laughs> tired. <laughs> Uh, but you guys make it up to the attic uh, and um, the runes uh, in that weird language. You would recognize the runes. Um, you've seen them before in the dungeon, but you can't read them. Uh, begin to emit a slight glow, much like they did when you left Tass's house. It's only up to you to step into the portal. Mark jumps through. Cool. You Flappy step into follows. it. All right. You guys, same as before, you guys just kind of get sucked through these portals. Uh, I do need con saves uh, as you do so. Mark is seasoned at this. There's no way there's going to be psychic damage. Oh, no, is it never. possible to? <laughs> yeah, I could. I could prep a spell as a as a, like a reaction in case there's someone. There. Yeah, if you like appear somewhere and you want to react to it, sure. Uh, 19 is my con save. Good. Natural 20. Wow, jeez. Mark, Mark's been doing this Obsidian since he was a kid. is twirling like a ballerina a for this. Yes, I do. Wow. <laughs> Um, it actually says natural 20 on my dice. Wow, two natty 20s. That's, that's twice he's gone through that I'm gonna portal. I'm going to waste them, you guys. We're going to need those <laughs> when there's say, an yeah. army of Xanathar <laughs> guild outside Mog of this rolled the door. natural one. No way, actually? <laughs> yeah. I fucking told you guys! <laughs> I mean... Ever seen a bald cat? <laughs> <laughs> Let me just move over to that map. You know what? Uh, when cats are throwing up, but they're like getting ready to throw them, they're like... <laughs> <laughs> the whole body's doing that. <laughs> That's I feel like that's exactly what happens as you guys come through and the Mog's the last one in the portal. He's like on all fours and like coughing up these red fur balls while uh, Tass is in the corner like, what the hell is wrong with him? Uh, you guys, I don't know what to do with the natural one in this case because, I mean, you're just ending up in a room, so we're, we're, we're going to just leave it. Maybe you're disoriented. I'm going to say that's actually a good one. You're going to be effectively poisons uh, for, you know, maybe an hour. I think there's a good like chance Mog was probably drinking a bit too much wine with Ezra last night. <laughs> yeah. He's a little, <laughs> little, little, he's a little wobbly. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. His tongue was doing other things. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> now it's my turn to be sick. <laughs> Tass stands up from her desk there, uh, book in hand as usual. Let me, uh, let me open up Tass. I think you guys have seen her before. She looks at the group of you, gives a long pause and just there's a grin on her face. She says, I wasn't expecting you to come back. I'm impressed. As she starts talking, though, uh, Calliope, you hear in your head a very familiar voice. And it pipes up and says, I can sense him. 
Alastair is here, and if he's not here, his presence is. She continues to smile, says, Well, if you have returned, then that obviously means you have my gold, I should hope. She holds out her hand. If you don't mind. Mark takes a uh, hundred gold pieces out of his pouch and then tosses her the rest. Ah, a man of his word. I can appreciate that. And the rest of you? Uh, yeah. I, how much should we show her? Oh, no. He, Mark, Mark paid. He got 500 in the pouch. Yeah. He took out a hundred for himself and, oh. then, and then just paid the 400. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought, yeah. okay. I see so, what you mean. Oh, wow. Cool. I kind of like, we got to talk to Mark about managing his money a little bit better. This I mean, is... Obsidian has no money. Do you remember I had all oh, yeah. my money on and me? Then, yeah. <laughs> and all of our belongings. Which we haven't really figured out technically how you could how actually carry 10,000 He had converted it to... Oh, right. uh, and, um, yeah. How much money was it that we initially had? Nine. Uh, Nine thousand each. Nine thousand each was what we got from the last yeah. quest. Yeah, that was the story. Yeah, I have it all in a box underneath the bed in the tavern. I actually mechanically, I have not spent a dime of it with the exception of whatever I spent on Rojo's portrait. Man. Um, but yeah. Clive, that was about five thousand. <laughs> has had it in a... When she's, whenever she says it's in the bank, she means she just has it like in a box under the bed. It says bank on yeah, it. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Clive, he's just going to look at Tassel and go, is Halister here? Halister, no. I'm not right now, anyway. Can I insight check her? Sure, go ahead. Not very good. Eight. Um, with the Ableth in your head, you would get the sense that she's not telling the full truth, but you can't put your finger on what specifically, what, what it is hmm. that she's not telling you. Halister and I are... Uh, old friends. I used to be a, an apprentice of his. I'm a bit aged now, as you can see. He has a little bit more powerful magic than I, unfortunately. I tend to age like the rest of us, don't I? And she kind of like stretches her back and sits back down on the chair. Mm. What do you want with Halister? I mentally ask the Abolith, what the fuck do you want with Halister? You know what we want from Alistair. We want his knowledge. What he does to my people. My kinds, the Aboliths. He enslaves them. Um, <laughs> Clive kind of like shakes her head off and she goes, uh, Are you all right, dear? Yeah, sorry. I have a bit the portal of can be a bit, uh, yeah. if you're not used to it. Headache, yes. Um, I'm just curious about, um, you know, from a historical standpoint, I'd be in to meet him. Ah, Alistair is always looking for apprentices. Part of the reason he made the Mad Mage as difficult as it is. Those who seek him out to gain everlasting knowledge and power. Only few have reached him, me being one of them. Mm. Interesting. Thank you. It's been my pleasure and uh, a good day's work for me. She opens up the drawer, drops the bag, and closes it. And like you see, she like makes a key movement, but there's no key in her hand. And then there's like there's this like shroud of magic that goes over it, and you hear like, and it locks. Did we expect any company outside of your door? Have you had anyone come knocking for us? I have uh, something I was actually going to ask the group of you about. I've noticed. There have been a few of um, Halister's, or sorry, not Halister's, Xanathar's creatures roaming about. Not his usual goons, the bugbears and thugs that he 
usually employs um, more of the, what does he call those, the floating creatures. Um, multiple eyes and tentacles and stuff. The smaller ones, I think they're surveyors of some kind, keeping an eye out. There was some just outside our door not too long ago, but I haven't seen any since. More than one at the same time. I don't leave much, but when I did see them, there was multiples, yes. I think they seem to be scanning the streets, keeping an eye out for any riffraff. What are those things called? We encountered them in the tower. Um, Mechanically, in, it's called a spectator. Yeah, we, we fought some of those in uh, Waterdeep, right? No, yeah. we fought one recently. No, no, that no, was that a zombie was a beholder. Zombie. That's actually these a are the, oh. we These are like the little cute beholders. The little guys that we fought in the tower. I'm actually back in a picture. In, They're like drones. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I think I uploaded a picture. Let me see if I can find one here. I don't think I'm metagaming because we specifically encountered those previously. Aha, I do. Here. Boom. Boom. Right, is that yeah. what we fought? I have yep. no recollection of this. Oh, in the tower with the kids. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, mm. yeah it's a sort of, essentially what Xanathar was using those before in Waterdeep was exactly that. It was sort of like his uh, floating cameras, mm. right? To mm. keep an eye on things. I like his tongue, or its tongue. <laughs> oh my. Easy. <laughs> um, I don't know where the rest of his crew have gone, though. They're usually the ones in the streets, which has me concerned why he's pulled them all back and put these out in its place. He's up to something, or she is, Nadia, in receiving instruction from Xanathar. If Skullport wasn't already in danger, I feel like the fall of this very town is at its brink. We know where to find Elvira. Are you asking her? I'm asking The pet you. store. She has oh, the pet a, she store. She owns a pet store called the Feathered right. Rat. Oh, the Feathered, feathered rat. rat. Yeah. Um, we need to get to the Feathered Rat. Ah, in the market for pets, are you? Yes. Not really. Well, if you'd like to feed that bat that is starving in your bag, you might want to visit them. Elvira, the owner of the pet store, the Feathered Rat, would be able to help you. She's on the lower level. This is the upper level. Mm. Southern End, when you came in near the docks, actually, you would have almost passed it. Are you aware of a um, discreet route by which we might? Mm. There are several routes that will take you to the lower level. Mm. The most discreet route would be the one that doesn't have any of these creatures on it. I feel like they're moving constantly. Mm. I'm hesitant to give you a direction mm. and send you down the wrong path. I would move slowly and keep your eyes open. Um, well, Mark's here. Can he cast Identify on the cloak? Yes, you can. Uh, let me just pull up the information on it. I have it down here somewhere. That was episode seven that you first got it. No. Uh, so oh, yeah, it was episode he's, he's ruffling through his backpack. He pulls out his bat, feeds it a little bit of bat alfalfa. <laughs> <laughs> right. And he's going to cast it. And then he, he, gets to his clo he gets to his cloak. Cool. Uh, the cloak it. you have is Cloak of the Manta Ray. It says, while wearing this cloak with its hood up, you can breathe underwater, and you have a swimming what? speed of 60 feet. <laughs> Pulling the hood up or down requires an action. That's convenient for this particular quest we're on. Interesting. <laughs> There's guaranteed to be a swimming something in a dungeon. Well, no, I we think have we, we have to go underwater to plant the bomb. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh that was planted. <laughs> good, thing, good thing he fed random fish people. <laughs> um, so it was like a, he can breathe underwater? Is that what I got? 
Yeah. yeah, it's essentially, it's called the Cloak of the Manta Ray. If you wear the cloak with the hood up, you can breathe underwater. And it takes a full action to take the hood on and off. I think maybe because it's so magical, it sort of like, you know, forms gills in you. Or I don't know. It seems like a lot to pull it up your hood. It takes a full action, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! I can't breathe. Oh, I'm fine. <laughs> um, this is how my goldfish feels. It's like when you try to take off a hoodie while you're driving, I think. Totally. Mm. I do that constantly. Yeah. Not very safe. Yeah, uh, Gavin. <laughs> it's more a dexterity thing, you know. It's a challenge to myself. <laughs> I do it for fun, just to keep my, you know, keep myself. Just on to the keep toes. my heart rate up. Yeah, yeah. Right? you know, you yeah. flirt with a little That's bit right. of danger. I'm driving with your knee. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! Still Freudian slip. Maybe not knee. Heart is a rock. Oh fuck! Moving um, on. <laughs> all right. Well, what do we think? Is anyone else spinning right now? Not spinning. I think it's this room. I think I need to get out of this room. I think what? it's this. It kind of smells like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a mix between rose water and baby powder. <laughs> Tass is just sitting in her chair. She's like. <laughs> She's unwrapping a Werther's candy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The wrong way. <laughs> she puts oh. it in her mouth and it's just like that slapping gum noise. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love Werther's. <laughs> I, 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 I hope we're not offending all of our listeners in the nursing home. We're so ageist. Uh, um, they're all like, I do like Werther's. Uh, I actually like Werther's. Um, yeah, I mean, Calliope is just ready. To, she's like standing by the door. She's just like got her hands on her hips, just like ready to go. Mark's right behind her. All right, just make a run for it then. Why can't oh, I don't we need to, to, need to, we don't need to run? We just, we, we just, yeah, just. I think we can keep our eyes open. Uh, you know, if there was a check, you know, some sort of uh, ability score that we could use, that uh, might be called like a stealth check, would be the sort of thing that we might want to do in this scenario, as a group. Might it's be best if we split up and run separately. <laughs> yeah, let's <laughs> split the party one at a time. <laughs> run the gauntlet. <laughs> See who gets race, yeah. That's right. Oh, that's an old Roho training tactic. <laughs> Where he releases a bunch of monsters into a dungeon and makes you go alone. <laughs> Maybe Echo could help us find a way. Ooh. Maybe. <laughs> if, just, if only we just, had a bard who could right. cast invisibility on one of us. Anyways. Say <laughs> love you. So do we know where we're going? South end. D- South. The bottom, uh, the by level the, down. By the marina, she said. Or yes. the water. or the Yeah, where we came Act, from. Yeah, where we were. All right. Well, let's get on with it then. We'll attempt to be stealthy. Watch out for these things. Okay. So you guys are going to creep out of the door. Uh, who's going first? And what are you doing specifically to be stealthy? Like, oh, let's walk we're, me through this. So we're stealthing. We're walking quietly and in the shadows. And we're going to, like, okay. open the door yeah. and peek out, peek out in the street first. And, like, or on know, the gangplank. Tuck around, like, you know. Check we're not for, walking brazenly through the check street. For check for traps. We're keeping, to, keeping right. to, like, the Mark, walls. Mark and throws kinda, up like, his hood. <laughs> we're, we're angling for you a can't stealth check. because we're, you're in Mark's air right now. That's for underwater. We're keeping oh, for the shadows. Mark starts choking. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have that cloak on. Oh, <laughs> he, He's got two cloaks that he keeps taking on and off, or they're layered one on top of the other. 
Um, so the first one, I'll just use Obsidian because they were going to peek their head out. Uh, looks out on the walkway, and I'm not sure if you can see to the south there, uh, but you would sense or barely see uh, one of these spectators. The south? Uh, to the south, patrolling um, one of the platforms. Does it appear? Is it just like hanging out, waiting? It's just hanging out, and it looks to be going uh, east and west, not north and south. You're on a north and south plane right now. Okay. Uh, so you are on the wood platforms. Right. And I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to time how long i'm just gonna suggest that everybody hold i'm gonna time okay. how long it go in like how many seconds does it take once it once it disappears to say the east cool i love it uh, and then we can see how long we got to go and try and get past it perfect does give that me make sense? uh yeah intelligence check mm. 17 17. Yeah, I mean, you're getting a good gauge of it. I think maybe you, like, approach a little bit further out. You're quite stealthy as it is uh, and get a good eye on seeing how far he's going up and down these platforms. Mm -hmm. uh, and you've got a good gauge on how many seconds you might have. The group of you would be able to run stealthily together. I will need uh, stealth checks as you do it. Okay. Is that the plan here? Is that what everybody's doing? Yeah. yeah yes. sounds, sounds about right. So you're heading south. Uh, I'm just going to move this token onto his plane. Oh, it's so much easier moving four tokens. I have a plus six, and I still only get a ten. Oof. Oh. Mug seventeen. Twenty. 17. I got twenty-four. Mark's got nine. Oh boy. Oh, well, let's see how uh, the spectator does. Oh, uh, plus uh, well, that would be perception, right? Yeah. Oof. What did? Uh, He's got a lot of eyes. <laughs> yeah. Ten and Mark got nine. Yeah, you guys uh, head down the path, and um, I don't know if Obsidian would have timed it wrong. You had a good intelligence check, but your stealthiness, you know what it probably is, is the fire damage that happened just a little bit further east. That's where you guys had that combat, and uh, a lot of the uh, walkway was engulfed in flame. It has sort of like smoldered and burnt over time. Now has a weakness and is causing this area with four people walking on it at once to creak heavily. Uh, the spectator spins around and approaches you for a moment. And, oh geez, I just stretched it again. I'm really good uh. at that. Approaches you for a moment, kind of like hovers around the group of you, almost like surveying, and then just like immediately fucks off. I suggest we sprint. Move. Okay. Well, if we if we if we go fast, we can't stealth. Do we want to go fast or do we want to go stealthy? It knows we're here now. There's no point in stealth. All right. All right. Uh, which direction are you going? South. Heading further south. You guys head south uh, and come across essentially kind of like a uh, a dead end, but there is a doorway. You can't say it because of the. Um, the tokens that are in the way there, but there is a, a house to your left. Shall we go into the house? Why not? Okay, let's do it. All right. All right. You head in, uh, Obsidian 2. Uh, it's just like, it actually doesn't look totally abandoned despite the, the map, um, but there's like some cobweb covered beds and stuff in here. A few boxes and things look like they've been hastily emptied. Someone was obviously leaving in a hurry, uh, but the place is effectively empty. And as the group of you are standing in here, give me some perception checks. I'm sure everybody's ears are currently perked up trying to figure out what the hell is going on. 18. Nice. 13. 10. Uh, 12. Nice. Um, so Mog, uh, 
I think with is the only one really would hear heavy foot uh, clatter on the left door there, heading northern sides uh, up. The probably, I mean, you're probably familiar with the sound of these boots by now. Most likely thugs. All he okay. hears like you hear a group of them like carrying up the platform, and then you know maybe thirty seconds later it fades away, and you don't hear it as much. Mulgar relays that to his friends. These stairs, do they go up? Uh, the stairs go up to just sort of like a lofty area, um, kind of right here. Uh, but yes, they would connect, and there is a door uh, to your south. Through the door? Check for traps? We're heading south. Okay. Right. You head south. Who's heading out first? Mark will go. Okay. Um... <clears throat> As Mark peeks their head out, I know you're checking. Uh, you see a spectator there. It is currently hovering around. Hasn't noticed you yet, because uh, I know you're just kind of like creeping out. Uh, what do you want to do? Uh, Mark will just relay back that there's a specter here. He'll just say there's a specter outside is it hovering here. in one place, or is it's it moving? Just, no, it hasn't seen us. It's not moving. Not moving. It's that just one doesn't look like to be moving. It's like nope. just at the center right point. There. I'll move the token back out so you can see it there. How easy do you think it is to take one of those down? I don't know. I think... Um, done it before i don't think they're hard to kill but i think you have to why don't we all go through take a shot with a ranged weapon and continue south even if we don't knock it down why don't we all just like aim yeah why don't we just aim from the door and see if we can hit it yeah. i don't think we can all fit we could... well i've got a crossbow do you have a bow i've got a bow let's take two shots at it can we do that can we absolutely yeah, I think two of you could reasonably like creep out side by mm. side. All four of you would be pushing it. I'd make some stealth checks there, okay. but I'll give you this one for free. Um, as my bonus action, I'm going to cast um, my Hunter's Mark on it. Okay, sounds good. Where did my map go? There it is. 21. 21 most definitely hits that floating mofo. Uh, so eight and four would be 12. Also, good hit. <clears throat> 11 damage nice okay two two <laughs> oof not enough to do it with two <laughs> unfortunately i was hoping you'd get another good hit that thing takes a hell of a whopping from obsidian it actually their arrow flies so true that one of the eyes uh, tentacles gets pierced and it drops to the ground and like slithers and like <laughs> rivels up and then it spins around just as you're about to take a shot and your shot kind of goes wide. It clips it, doesn't do a whole lot of damage, uh, but you attacking it aggravates it and it approaches uh, the group of you. I need... Let's just kill it. I need some... Um, what is it called? Initiative. Initiative checks. Shit. Hate. Six. 12. 9. 12. Oh, I think eight, we, we the rest six. of us would have moved up to the door. Yeah, I'll move you in just a sec there. Um, Sorry, what was uh, Calliope? 12. Mog was 8? Yeah. Obsidian was 6? 9. Oh, 9. Oh, wait. Mark, Mark yeah. was 6. Oh, Mark was 6. Oh, boy. Oh. And then I will roll for the Spectre 2. He's at the back. He's probably not going to survive combat. Uh, let me just change the music to something slightly more interesting than just la, 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 dying specter. Whose turn is it? I believe me. Aliopi. Okay. Boom. You're outside. What do you want to do? I'm going to run up to it. Okay. And I'm going to slash at it. Cool. 
Uh, does a yeah, 21 yeah. hit? 21 hits for sure. I just wanted to listen to this music. What is this? It's like Inuit throat singing. Yeah. Oh, I was like, what is happening right now? Uh, so the first hit is unfortunately only four points of piercing damage. Okay. I'm going to hit again. I didn't actually update his stats. It was uh, 11 and 12, 2. 11 uh, and 2, yeah. yeah. Hit. Um, does an 11 hit? Yeah, uh, no. Next hit uh, does a 20 hit. Oh, yeah. Uh, that and that will be uh, eleven points of piercing damage. Cool, man. That thing's it. almost toast already with just your few hits. Uh, and I'm gonna, I'm, it's not leaving it. So like I don't want to get an op- provoke an opportunity attack, but I'm gonna move over to the side so that they have a range of motion on it. Nice. So they, essentially, it can't escape. I yeah. like it. Good plan. Um, Calliope runs up to this thing, starts hacking some of these eyeballs off. Obsidian, you re uh, pull your bow and shoot ten. 10 to hit. It goes wide, sticks into someone else's building with a thud, uh, and does nothing. Um, I'm going to move down south just to the corner of the platform. Okay. And so I still have them. I can see them. Oh, yeah. You've got yeah. you've got eyes on it. No problem. And I'm um, scanning as I'm down there for other creatures. Give me a perception check. Okay. Uh, we'll come back to that. Up next, we got Mog. Uh, Mog is going to come flying out and run down as close to Obsidian as he can get in his move. Okay. And then cast a uh, firebolt, uh, which uh, no, it's a nine. Uh, nine to hit. Well, yeah. I mean, maybe not miss because a firebolt's usually pretty true, but uh, maybe this thing's got some sort of fire resistance mm-hmm. because it engulfs flames momentarily, and then just woof, they go out with a puff of smoke. Doesn't seem to do a whole lot to that thing. Mark. Uh, well, Mark is going to again grab his. Um crossbow and fire off another uh, bolt at it. Okay. Uh, five and four is nine. That will not hit. Another arrow sticks into the far dilapidated building. This thing spins towards the group of you and its eyes start to quiver in a very, um, let's call it triggering way considering your last combat as I roll <laughs> a d4 to discern who it is going to target starting with Calliope. Mark, it will target with its eye ray of, don't worry, it's not nearly as powerful as the other one. <laughs> it's wounding ray. The target must make a DC 13 con save. 19 on the dice. Nice. Uh, you get this overwhelming sense, especially being uh, a man of the cloth of necrotic damage that just wants to overwhelm you, but you hold your ground and it does nothing. This thing looks concerned that its most powerful ray has not even scathed you and begins to try to move away. Uh, No, because he's going to stay like that. Uh, But he's creeping around Calliope trying to figure out how the hell to get out of here and clearly report back to its owner, uh, uh, Calliope. Going to try and hit it. Uh, I'm gonna you uh, no, that's not gonna. Yeah, I, there's nothing I can do there, so that misses. Come on. Uh, okay, that'll hit. Uh, 17 plus five is oh, a yeah. lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, six on the dice plus three, so nine points of piercing damage. Oh boy, it has one point left. Well, cool. I'm gonna try and hit it again. Do it. Uh, rolling this. This dice is in jail. No, that doesn't hit. Okay. You get a first good connection, slice off probably one of its last remaining eyes. There's maybe one left, uh, but you whiff again on your final shot. Obsidian, time to put this thing down. 
And the perception check was a natural 20. Natural you asked me 20. to make one. I did. Uh, as you look around, while Calliope is currently standing toe-to-toe this thing, you know it's well taken care of. You look around, you know heading south is definitely your best bet. You don't hear a damn thing. Everything's to your north. Okay. Uh, well, that's going to hit 22. Yeah. Uh, what does that look like? It only has one HP okay. left. I oh, and I got damage. my sneak attack. Oh, oh man. Well, let's, let's hear how much damage it does. Uh, Disintegrate it. 8, 10, 16. <laughs> it's 19 damage. 19, yeah. I mean, that was almost <laughs> its full damage. Wow. Uh, Obsidian, um, Obsidian sees that Calliope is toe-to-toe with a creature, and they are very sure that Calliope has a death wish, mm-hmm. and so they aim true and take their time and put this one through one of its remaining eyes. Nice, beautiful. You kill it. It is dead. The group of you are officially out of combat. Uh, let me just change the music here. We need to move south. I'm certain that it's quiet that way. Yeah, let's push on. Okay, let me um, just get you to the new map area. The group of you would head down and there's a stairwell there just to skip me having to move tokens around because it's rather boring and I'm not very good at this because I feel like my map is already jumping all over the place. Uh, so just give me a second here. Mm. These things are not totally easy to kill, so we need to try and not be close to them if we can. I wonder yeah. if there's a way we can block their communication somehow. Boom. Uh, oh, that's I feel not like that's a are. magic thing. Boom. Uh, no, I was just trying to, like, mentally running through my spell list, wondering right. if I might be able to, or maybe if Mark has some ability that way. I think killing them's the be- the, the smartest thing. If They, they can Probably. only report if they can get back. Hmm. You run south uh, down the walkway. It's still rather creaky, but uh, you move stealthily enough. You head down the stairs. You are now on the lower level that Felrux uh, had originally brought you up from. Uh, you can smell that clear, oceany sea air at this level. Um, and as you come down, you see to the north, uh, there's two doorways there, and hanging over one of the northern doorways is a sign that says the Feathered Rat. Uh, but to your east, or sorry, west, is a, another spectator. I actually just do? remembered something that I've never done before, but it's Ooh. something I can do as a tiefling. Um, I can cast darkness on it. On the spectator? Yeah. Mm. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I have that as a Attach racial ability. Yeah. Sweet. Right? Yeah. I also have the fog spell. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, think I, I think I can only do it once <clears throat> a day or something. I'd need to look into that, but it's kind of like my hellish rebuke, <clears throat> I believe. Okay. Let me double check that real quick. Yeah, sure. Take I don't a wanna, second. I don't, I don't want to... Um, I don't want to, you know, uh, you guys chat amongst yourselves while I double check this. Yeah, these spectators aren't super uh, perceptive. Like, they're they're hovering there, but they're just sort of like, they're almost just stationed, kind of bored. Like, imagine a guard that's been sitting there for 24 hours. It's just sort of like, wah, 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 So wah, I have this, like, yeah. um, you know in I Star Wars, those, those you probably don't. I've watched Star Wars. <laughs> okay, these droids that, like, in Empire Strikes Back, they have the, the scouting droids, and they float. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, picture yeah. them like that. Totally. Remember the one with the needle that we came out? Oh, yeah. Yeah. This one's holding a needle for sure. Oh. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I can. I can cast darkness on it. It's going to be like a fifteen-foot radius sphere around it. Beautiful. Um, so I think, like, I, I think that maybe this is an ability that Calliope didn't even really know she had. Like in the same way that like her hellish rebuke was something that she did for the first time. Is this like kind of reactionary anger? This like darkness is kind of like a reflection of how she has been processing this, where she just kind of like in a moment of frustration, just kind of like. 
yeah, just like it comes out of her and the sun things suddenly engulfed in the sphere of darkness. Very cool. Okay. Um, uh, so mechanically that means it can't see out of it, right? Yeah. But you also can't see it. Uh, so we can just, uh, like, I think the moment it happens, Clybe's kind of like stunned by what she's done. And then she's like, we, we run, run. Into the pet shop. Yes. Cool. Uh, you guys cast it or she casts it into darkness. You head north to the pet shop there. Uh, let me just move the tokens. And you can see you're in a bit of a square here, like a little uh, market square kind of thing. Uh, just to your left there or west is the pet shop. But all the lights are off, including all of these other shops. Uh, give me a quick perception checks. I was going to say, like, this whole city seems derelict and there's a pet store still open. It's, so, it's weird that there's a pet store to begin with, to be honest. 13. Uh, 21. Wow. Nine. Nine. 13. Calliope would notice some movement in there, though. And as you, like, kind of catch a look, you can clearly see it's a a, a half-elf woman walking around in there. Like, maybe she just locked up or is just kind of creeping around. But you can tell that they're, like, closed, in Mm. quotes. She's in there. See her? Mog walks over the window and takes out the shadow harper badge that was just given to him and just holds it up against the glass nice give me a charisma check with advantage oh yeah he does never mind uh uh, 17 17 yeah uh you see her disappear now that you've uh got eyes on her and then you hear the door like through a series of clicks not one it's like click and the door swings open she's like come in I'm guessing okay. the group of you go in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, it's just a wee little shot. <laughs> it's, it's a <laughs> oh, tiny, goodness. It's a, a tiny little thing. Um, you get in there, and it's a tiny little shop uh, with these cages uh, everywhere. There's a few pets, uh, animals in there. Let me actually uh, read off which ones. The uh, podcast listener should know this is like a 20 by 20 room. It's like crowded. It's, it's like a box. Crammed crowded in. With We're like pink. shoulder to shoulder with each other. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't look like there's a whole lot in there, um, but in cages or uh, hanging baskets, there you see a bat, a cat, a frog, a giant fire beetle, which you would all know actually to be quite rare, uh, a giant rat, a lizard, a regular-sized rat, a spider, and a sturge, of all things. Hmm. Mark takes out his bat. He takes out Echo and just puts him on the, on the floor and... Well, that cute little deer. Let, let me have a look at that there. What, what, you, what you got, little it, bat? This thing hasn't been fed for ages. I just what fed it. Been... I just fed it alfalfa. You can't eat. You can't feed this poor little darling alfalfa. What's wrong with you? Well, what, she goes over to like a cupboard and likes insects. It's a vampire Insect. bat. Yes, of course. A vampire bat. This poor little guy. Echo. Oh, is yeah. a cute name. Oh. And she goes and ruffles through and starts like feeding through, and your bat just like inhales this. She basically <laughs> like opens up the cage and just puts in like a handful of these bugs. They're skittering around, and it's just like <laughs> eating all of it. Okay. Mentally, Calliope thinks about how Mark's care of this bat reflects Rojo's care of Mark. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like well intended, but not effective. Yeah, She's not like, effective. Mm. She quickly walks over to the door and relocks like the eight locks that are there, uh, shutters the blinds. Now, where did you go and get one of those? I saw what you put on my window. Ezra. Ezra. The group of you all work for Ezra, do you? Hmm. Kind of with Ezra, more, let's say. Not not for Ezra. No, more with. We're associates. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm Elvira. It's nice to meet the group of y'all. And she uh, just moves like the top part of her shirt, and you can see Whoa, the. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought. You know, I was, <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, you see a shadow uh, badge as well. I'm guessing the group of y'all aren't here for no pets, aren't you? They. Well, you chose the right shop. I've been closed down for the last, well, I gotta say, maybe 24 hours. I don't know what's been going on, but these goons of Xanathar's been walking around, shutting down shops, pulling people out. They've been throwing them in jail. Last I heard, Kalal was taken out of her own damn tavern. Mm. Well, they're looking for us. Well, I would assume they're probably looking for anybody that doesn't work for Xanathar now. Yeah, that might be true, too. Mm. We used to have a bit of a foothold here, but I think, I think it's time to leave. We, we got nothing. We're, we gotta go. We're here to help take back the city. <laughs> take back the city? Well, what are you gonna do with the city? We're, We're gonna, gonna sink, sink, the sink the castle island. Uh, you have been talking to Ezra. Good old Ezra. She's crazy. She, 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 she wanted me to figure out how to sink that their island. You know how big that island is? It's a big island. It'll go down. Sounds pretty she's heavy. Like, she's like, oh, Lyra, why don't you just make some explosives? I've been making some explosives. You really think you can just swim under that island? You can go put some explosives down there and sink the whole damn thing? I think yep. so. That sounds about like a Look good plan. How deep do we have to go? Well, I mean, it's it's an island. It's actually on a pretty small pinnacle, and she actually goes over to her desk and pulls open a big map that you can see is sketched out of the whole thing. She's like, I mean, I, I have been planning it. That's what she sent me down here for. I think she's crazy if she thinks we're going to sink this whole damn island. You're going to have to place probably... Well, actually, about four bombs. Uh, maybe five, but, you know, if you didn't have the fifth bomb, that's probably okay. <laughs> we, should, we should do a fifth one. <laughs> Calliope's jaw twitches. <laughs> oh, forget the fifth one. We'll just make a bigger fourth one. Um, but it, it, it will be tricky. There, there's a, a strong current. The, the river that comes through there and washes out to the ocean, it, it's the hell of a current that's gone under there. I try to send some probes down, try to see if I can find anything, but damn, it's like you're going to have your work cut out for you, I got to say. I'm a great swimmer. Well, that's one. What about the three of you? Oh, we, how, do we need all three are of them? Are the explosives on a timer? Are they set off magically? How do they get triggered? Oh, well... <sighs> The best case scenario, I'd imagine, is that we set them off remotely, but I am going to need some uh, supplies that I haven't been able to collect just yet. So if you can, can help one me with that, swimmer take all the bombs down? Definitely not. These are big boys. You want to can, blow up an island. Can one swimmer take them down one at a time and plant them? If that's what you'd like to do, yeah, we could. you could organize that. That's up to the group of you. I ain't going out there. That, my job is as a tinkerer for the hoppers. I ain't no swimmer. I ain't no bomb planter. Okay, well, give us your fancy shopping list, and we'll take care of it. All right, well, come with me. She walks over and moves one of the uh, cages aside, and there's a trap door there uh, that opens up, and you guys can descend down the ladder. And there, there's no map for it, but um, you're essentially just below her shop. And it's like this full-on tinkerer nerd workshop that smells like gunpowder and like electronics and stuff. It's like a steampunk um, wet dream down here. And uh, she actually shows you uh, a, a few things. She's like, actually, I was working on a little something. Uh, oh, I forgot to show you a picture of her. Yeah. Aw, she's cute. Ooh, librarian cuteness. Yeah. Is she kind of a Santa nose going on? Like, is it like... Yeah, a little sunburnt. A little or, sunburnt Yeah, nose. yeah. Or, From all the time she yeah, spends yeah, in yeah, the yeah, sun yeah, down here. You know, it Realistically, it's probably that, like, her glasses cover uh, when she's, like, welding, mm. but her nose isn't covered, so it's actual burns. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, let me show you also. So she goes over to her workbench, 
says, well, I, ha I have been working on a little something. I only got a couple of these, but maybe while the group of you are collecting the rest of the equipment I or supplies I need for the explosives, uh, I can make one or two more of these for y'all. Ooh. Oh. Yeah, so a little something to help you breathe down there, or at least for a little while. Um, a dive helmet, okay. Yeah, a little dive helmet, sort of. I, I just call it a snorkel. Um, <laughs> it's not quite a dive helmet because that would assume that you could breathe for a long period of time. These will these will let you get down there for a reasonable amount of time, right? Okay. All You're right. gonna have to watch the clock if you know what I mean. Like what, an hour? Yeah. Well, it kind of depends. You take too much uh, too much jarring, uh, you know, hitting it on rocks and stuff, it might deplete a little faster. So I'd be mindful of that. Whatever the case, though, I do need uh, something for those explosives. Um, specifically, it's a, it's a mineral. It's called uh, Azure Lung Coral. Very okay. bluey kind of crystal. A uh, lot of magic power in it, but it is how I'm going to be able to detonate those things remotely. Because if you are anywhere around there, you are going down with that island, I must say. These, these are not little, tiny, cute explosives. Mm -hmm. um, so where would, you, where would we find this? Yeah, that's the catch. It's uh, actually pretty close to the island, a little bit further upriver. It's a, an underwater cave, uh, but you don't need to be able to breathe down there. I mean, as long as you can dive down a reasonable area, it's, uh, it, the cave is, is open to air. Mm. Uh, but it's called uh, the Cerulean Trench. Now, I do know that um, stuff tends to go disappearing down there. I don't know specifically what lives down there. I would bet for certain you're going to find something that likes collecting remaining ship pieces. Ships often try to get washed up in here out from the ocean, end up stuck in this cavern, and all of a sudden little bits and pieces start going missing, whether it was the crew that goes missing or their pieces or the treasure that they had often disappear into that there trench. So... Just be mindful of that. I, I don't know what you're up against. Might just be like, you know, one big lobster for all I know. <laughs> yeah, it's probably that. Yeah, I mean, best case scenario, you just have a little fish fry, right? Yeah. What's our fastest way there? Fastest way there? I mean, it would be if you got a boat, maybe take a boat over to uh, just east of uh, Skull Island there. There's a little dock. Uh, park your do boat there and head up river and uh, you'd see the markings for the trench you can just dive down and head to the cave and if we haven't got a boat well if you haven't got a boat I guess you're going to have to swim I mean, there are boats yeah we can just take a boat no one lives here anymore yeah, yeah I mean the dock would have a boat or two I don't imagine a whole lot of them are using them but I have been seeing a lot of these whatever Xanathar's weird things are, those creatures outside my windows. I've been seeing a whole lot of them. I'd be careful because I saw someone just the other day get zapped and he turned to dust right in front of my eyes. <laughs> yeah, that can happen. All right, yeah. so let's go. Uh, how much of this coral do you need? I'm probably going to need about 10 crystals in order to finish these bombs. These are big boys, like I said. And... Um... All right, so we're doing a little bit of uh, Grand Theft Boat Auto. Seems like the, the smartest way. I think so. Oh, uh, let me give you a little uh, these little things, and she goes over to her bench and hands out a couple of these hammers. These little guys, don't use your big weapons on those crystals. They're pretty sensitive. Just try to, like, you know, just knock these off the edge of the wall there and just mm. put them in a bag. She hands out a couple little of mining tools. Leather satchels, yeah. Cute. Yeah. Like a little ice pick. Yeah, they're like little cute things. Just be gentle with them. They're less oh. valuable or less, less um, potent if they're all crushed up. 
Okay. Not explosive themselves, though. No, no, no. I, no. I will need to spend some time with them. So, you know, but no rush. I got to make another one of it. Well, it sounds like I only got to make another one. I got two. You can breathe underwater somehow. So that's great. Yeah, I just need good. to make one for more for you. It yeah, it's you just be a little sensitive. With the, oh, yeah. I know. With the ears and the stuff. muzzle space mm-hmm. for me. I know. Mm-hmm. I hate it when it fogs up. Well, and the whiskers. Mm hmm. They got horn space. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be a little tight. Mm hmm. I might be able to modify it, actually. Let me see what I can do. Mm. I'm assuming you guys will be gone for at least a couple hours. It's got to be. That's, that's, no, that's no small trench down there. Yes. How are you feeling down here? Ezra's, Ezra's told us you're the last of the last. Yeah, well, the thing about Shadowhoppers is we don't know about the other Shadowhoppers until we have to meet. That's the whole, there is no other Shadowhopper until we know there's another Shadowhopper. Oh, so there's potentially lots more Shadowhoppers down maybe, here. Maybe, maybe. Mm. I told you. It, it's because if we get captured and we're you right. know, something happens, we get tortured. We really don't know who, yeah. who's who. Sounds like a bit of a lonely existence. Well, it can be, but honestly, it, it wasn't too long ago when cute little adventurers were coming down here like you guys and coming through <laughs> Skullport and needed a pet or two or wanted to take a break after, uh, you know, often them coming right from Waterdeep. They, they come through here and then it was actually kind of a lively town, I must say. I mean, it... You get the ruffians and some of the the Zentrum that used to be running water deep, and I hear those have been cleared out. But there's still the Xanathar Guild running at large, and like I said, the Odd Adventure. You, you'd be surprised on who comes down here. Mm. Yeah. I wonder if I could leave Echo here while I go diving. Well, I would love that. I'm a poor little guy. Looks like he hasn't eaten in like probably four or five days. I'm just gonna leave him here. He could like make friends. Sure. Yeah. Well, no problem. I, Echo will be in the best of care. Yeah. Cool. That's what I figured. Oh, yes. Great. Well, the best of luck, y'all. You know where to find me. Like I said, if uh, well, if I don't hear back from y'all, I'll just assume the worst, but line of the work, I guess, right? Like, we all we all know what's involved here. I don't need to remind y'all. No, we'll be back. Mm. Glad to hear it. I would like to see this place return to what it was. I'd like to see it go up in flames. <laughs> well... <laughs> I mean, I do live here. <laughs> oh, I'm at the island. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. That, that island has been abandoned forever. It was just, Xanathar was just begging to take that damn thing over. It used to be like a, a stronghold. Yeah, well, it's going down. <laughs> like, actually, we're going to sink it. We're going to sink that fucker. Yes, it's going yeah. to be in at the bottom of the lake. It's the whole thing that we're doing. Yeah. I, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. It's a big lake. Yep. <laughs> um... Hold on, I just had a thought. I have those. What? Um. Would you like me to stay? Is that what you were? No, I, no, no. Yeah, well, yeah, no, maybe. Um. Just to keep you safe. <laughs> Calibi kind of like <laughs> kicks him off, and she's like looks at him like, "Do you ever stop?" How are you hitting her? Cute pet, the cute. <laughs> <laughs> the cat in the cage is purring. <laughs> um. I, I just realized that. Kalel is was removed. I, I heard rumors that she was taken from her her tavern. She's probably been taken to the island. They have a little prison there. Um, big burly guy uh, is the one that takes care of that. His name's Sundeath. Uh, if you run into that, ugh. oh, we know him. I don't like to swear, but that son of a bitch is nobody to mess around with. I was wondering would we see him again. Mm. So you're suggesting we should save Kalal before sinking the island? <clears throat> well. Collateral damage, me. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if there's some more hoppers in there. I haven't seen no. Felrax in a while. He usually Shit. reports in, but 
I'll, t I'll tell you what, we can we can detonate these remotely. Why don't we get the bombs? If they are there, we don't want to tip them off that anything's happening. Maybe we plant everything. You come back here. We do some sort of like little heist where we break them out of there. Well, the group of you break them out of there. I ain't going. Um, and then and then we can maybe set up some sort of signal or, or maybe you all know how to do any of that magic where we can talk. And you tell me when to press the button at the right moment. We try to sink as much as we can. Because if we don't time it right, man, the amount of swarm of shit that's going to come out of there is in the numbers. We don't want anybody getting off that island unless we like them. Yeah, that's fair. Yes. Sounds like a good plan. Mm -hmm. What could go wrong? Nothing could possibly go wrong. Everything always goes right for us. So far, so good. Starting now. Right. And I'll, I'll see what I can maybe make up for to, to help with um, the, the, the little prison break there. You know, get through the locks quicker or something like that. I, I do have to work on these helmets but um, and the bombs, but I, I might be able to whip something up. I'll do my best. That sounds good. Well, good luck down there. That trench, man, I don't envy you guys. You have fun. That'll be a cinch. This is oh, on the plus side, I do know there's probably a decent amount of treasure down there. That's where all the ship's shit ends up. I'm in. Yes, it sounds very fun. I'm glad you think so. <laughs> well, let's move on. Still a boat. Yeah, let's go. <clears throat> cool. Before uh, we leave the pet shop, we'll peek outside the door again to make yeah. sure. Sounds good. Oh, um, we're always, always <laughs> peeking out. <laughs> Checking for traps. How peek, long? Peek for traps. How long does that um, darkness last? Good question. I think it's an hour. Uh, oh. um, uh, duration. Concentration up to 10 minutes. So it's Ooh, gone. It'd be gone by now. Uh, I mean, okay. also, like, it, it could just move out of that. You know what I mean? I mean, right. unless it's stupid. <laughs> It, does Isn't it just stay there? They're pretty stupid. Is it just like, I think oh, you can wow. attach darkness to, to things, though. So it goes with... Uh, only items on it, not not the creature itself. Oh. Yeah. Is it wearing clothes? <laughs> no. Yeah, I'd assume Keep you just, like, cloth. cast it on the ground it was hovering above. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, so you'd assume that it is uh, out skulking. and skulking. Um, there is a relatively large uh, map that I don't particularly want to role play you guys running through, if I'm being <laughs> completely honest. So let's maybe switch it to a set of stealth rolls, and we'll see if shit gets complicated or not. Sure. Uh, so let's do a group set of stealth rolls to see how easily you can get down to the docks and steal a boat. Just one roll for now? Yeah. On... Oh. 15? Like, do we pick the best out of all of our rolls? Yeah. Or... Well, it's sort of the sum, so like, we'll, we'll see where we're at. 11. 11. 15? 15. Um, uh, 16. Um, three. Like, with one on the die? <laughs> Ooh, man. You roll a natural one. Yeah, that's my second one today so far, thanks. That, oh, man. Sucks. That sucks. How is that going to, ah, oh, but the three kind of negate it, and I rolled a two for this thing's perception. So it's like, hmm, I don't know what to do with Typically, that. Typically, I think the rule for I think the rule for for group checks is if the majority the majority it's a pass. Make it. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna roll with that for now. Um, maybe there'll be a complication later. We shall see. Um, 
Let me just pull up the map uh, for this trench. You guys essentially go back down to the docks, which you've seen. You would easily find a boat, probably the same one Felrax had tied up, and you head down to that river area uh, and the dock that actually, that's where Mark had interacted with that, um, the fish folk dude. Yeah, mm. fish folk. Yeah. You head up island and, uh, or up river, find this cave, dive down. Again, it, like um, Olira was saying, it's not deep, so it, it's relatively easy for the group of you to dive in and head down there. So uh, let me just bring up that map. As I said, uh, Cerulean Trench, there it is. Hopefully I don't fuck this up. Loading. Splines. Loading. 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 What video game is that from again? Splines. Boom. What? That's what that just said. Did it? Yeah. Oh, that's from a video game, too. Oh. <laughs> it's been a little while since you guys left the pet shop. It's probably been about, uh, you know, a good 30 to 45 minutes of travel, maybe a little bit longer. You've obviously just dove down here. Everybody's soaking wet at this stage. Uh, but you find yourselves in a very echoey, dank-smelling underwater cave. Um, around you is bits of debris, including um, what you'd imagine to be humanoid bones that have been long picked clean uh, by God knows what, and broken crates, boxes, rusted metal, the works. Oh, boy. Uh, we're at an hour and 19. I think we're going to take a quick break, and then we will be right back That's to nice. see how this is going. <laughs> Hey, we're back from our snack break. That was the quickest snack break ever. It's like, dun, 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 dun. hey, we're back. Yeah, because we didn't yeah. eat any food at all. No. Yeah. No, I'm totally. I'm not, not going to have a junk food hangover tomorrow. Me neither. To be fair, I did eat mostly vegetables tonight. Did you? Thanks for keeping us up. Yeah. Thank you for helping us. Well, think. let's say 50 50. But normally it's like, I'll eat a carrot for good measure, and then I'll just eat all the gummies. <laughs> yeah. Well, once you eat one or two carrots, you're good to go. It 100%. neutralizes everything else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Makes it's me the fiber. So we're yeah. in this cave, and there's nothing bad here. Oh, we're just right. Gonna I get forgot about need. this. Right. Yeah. Bones. It's probably fine. Grab the crystals. Yeah. We're out. we got our cute little hammers going ting, 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 ting. Yeah. Easiest job we've ever done. Is this like a, like a store? You just go in and say, hey, I'm here to buy the, the uh, azure the corals? Azure lung, lung coral. coral. Azure lung coral. Uh, speaking of which, just off around the corner there, you'd see the slight glint of a blue crystal. You see that, uh, yeah. Which matches the very description of the stuff Alira gave you. That was easy. Easy, yeah. Easy squeezy. You know, sometimes I think things just come up on our side, you know? It's mm -hmm. just easy squeezy. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. We're about due. <clears throat> we need a win. We um, need a couple. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to, Obsidian's going to move up and peek around the corner. Sounds good. Obsidian moves up, peeks around the corner, and doesn't see anything. All you see are these crates, that crystal, uh, just ready to be harvested. Um, behind you there, the remains of um, you, what you probably imagine to be like a sailor-going folk. Uh, you probably see some like old leather boots and uh, a <clears throat> cowboy, or not a cowboy hat. <laughs> You know, like a Jack Sparrow hat, and it's got beads and stuff on it. Uh, they're those sea cowboys that you always <laughs> yeah. hear about. Those are my favorite sea Yeehaw. cowboys. They're, they're on a boat, but they're also on a horse on the boat. Totally. It's a seahorse. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Dwayne, you're too much. Oh, come on. I love a couple you. of spurs. Is there 10 crystals worth of crystals in that crystal pa 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 pile? I don't know. You haven't Cult. cracked it yet. Um... <laughs> 
I, I instinctively feel that as soon as anyone lays a mallet on this uh, this coral, that shit's gonna get real. So I um, wanna. I sorry I, to interrupt you. I want to because I I've learned my lesson by now. I want to be specifically looking around this cavern for the glint of light off of a translucent cube. Okay. I am perceiving for, and I'm looking up as well, and I'm looking down. I'm looking anywhere that any kind of oozes or cubes could be hiding. Sounds good. I'm doing a cube It's check. not a clean cave. Uh, are you doing it now? When are you doing it? Right now. Okay, give me a perception check. No one want to help me? Can I? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Can, can, can I do... Um, Mark is going to... Uh, Actually, you probably have better perception than me. Maybe I should be helping you. Okay. Giving like right. Oh, can I, you can want I me to roll though? God. Yeah. Well, you have. I think. What's your perception? Plus three. Yeah. Oh, mine's also plus three. So. Okay. So Mark is going to go up to Calliope, and oh. he is going to put his hand uh, in her hand. Oh. Uh, oh. What? No, that's okay. Good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, nice and then he's going splashing. to cast. Nice gui- he's going to cast guidance. Oh hell yeah! Oh yeah! Right. Cool. That is going to give her a D four. D four. So I'm. Am I also? So I'm getting the help action, and I'm also getting a D four. And the D four. Yes. Uh, nice, nice, nice. Um, so that's uh, 17 plus 3, so dirty 20. Dirty 20. Beautiful. Um, in this specific area, you're used to, if there's any oozes around, things are usually eerily clean. This area, like your friend Obsidian has just said, there's still debris and there's bones on the ground. You don't get the sense there's anything in here, but there's like a sting in the air, the taste, like a metallic, acidic taste that you just know there's an ooze somewhere around here, but it's not in your vicinity. Mm. Uh, There's something. I think it's, you know, maybe not a cube, but uh, maybe that, remember those, uh, that black ooze that we fought mm. before. Mm-hmm. So maybe that. I know yes. there's something. Do you that taste I, that I on I've the I've unsuccessfully fought and threw off, threw off the balcony. Uh, yes, there's some mm. sort of a, a acidic quality to the air. We should proceed with caution. We haven't uh, checked out all the nooks and crannies in here, and I, I, I think before we start chipping away at this thing, can we just quickly do that? Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. By yeah. all means. Um, so you're just gonna like sort of survey mm. the area, do some like perception. I, I'm not gonna go down any like major hallways, but like okay. I notice that there's areas that we haven't seen like around corners and whatnot, and I would like to see. Sure. Yeah, we don't need to go spelunking, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. Um, let me just sort of like move you a little bit spelunk. further up the map. Um, you can see a lot of it is just sort of like you know, <clears throat> creeks and valleys and that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does arc around to the east and then clearly heads further south. Okay. Um, and you'd be able to see, you know, it continues on for a little bit. You don't see anything major. It does like, you can kind of just hear the drops of water echoing across like the mm-hmm. wet stone down here. Um, but yeah, like I said, you don't you don't hear a whole lot. And that's not a corridor to the west or to the northwest? Those uh, are, those no, are, no, those okay. are just sort of like little uh, Obsidian rags. is going to yeah. cast alarm down the to this most southern part of that passageway. Okay. So anything that goes through that passageway, I'm going to get a bing bing. Nice. Right? What's your range on that? So like if you go further in or further out? I'm going to check. And then I thought that we could, uh, um, I think it's a radius, um, but I'll radius. check. Okay. But, um, and then I think um, we can start fucking around with that, that thing. And if anything comes, then we will cool. know. I'm assuming the group of you are probably heading up there. 
Yeah. Sort of, kind of. I'll just move sure. my tokens around. So Obsidian's setting <clears throat> off, or setting this alarm in it's hopes that if uh, you, you mess with this uh, Azure Lung Coral, you're going to know if something comes barreling towards you. I can cast it 60 feet away, and it has a 20-foot radius. Beautiful. Okay. Um, so it's somewhere down... <clears throat> We'll just say like boom down there yeah. in that little edge beautiful i love it you cast it um you can sense it's there i'm guessing it's invisible of some kind mm -hmm. um but yeah it's there okay shall we just start why don't um i'll take my bow out and be on the ready mm. um and uh how about the rest of you start chipping away you've got your tools mm. yeah yeah start sounds good um it doesn't really take much of a skill check to chip it away, but I want to see how well you do it without damaging them. Um, so I'm going to need dex, dex checks. Because uh, you could just go up there and like lob that whole thing off, but she said specifically to do a good job of not damaging Is it straight dex or is it sleight of hand? Uh, yeah, let's do sleight of hand. Oh, boy. It's an 11 for me. 11. 19. Oh, nice. nice. Beautiful. Four. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> Mog and <Clive>. Ting, <laughs> ting, ting. Easy, easy. Go easy. Actually, Calliope does okay. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, you get a nice little, like, gem piece. Uh, so does Mark. But uh, the pieces that Mog gets, are, like, come off, but then just sort of, like, crumble and, and break into your bag. You, you can tell they're still usable, uh, but they're not as good. We need 10 of those. Going. Okay, sounds good. Uh, no alarm goes off, uh, and you're able okay. to break off the pieces relatively easily. I'm, I'm going to go help them, because I can still hear the alarm. Okay, sounds good. Uh, go ahead and give me a slate of hand. 19. 19, yeah, you break off a piece, no problem. We keep rolling, or...? No, no, uh, yeah, it's essentially depleted now, so effectively you guys each have one. Okay. You need 10 each. 10, ten each? each? Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's why oh. this isn't easy. We gotta. Uh, we thought that we were able to just. All right, we got. We thought we were gonna <laughs> harvest, harvest the first one. Out. No. Nice. Okay. Yeah, because so... she's making the four bombs. She needs ten per bomb. Got it. So crystal. Oh, damn. Tally. Yeah. So mark how many you have. Uh, also keep a mark of uh, which uh, the count of like let's call them ineffective ones or or weaker. I shouldn't say ineffective. Sorry, okay. can you run that by me again? So um, you each need ten crystals. And then with this harvest. You each got one. We each got one. Yeah. Okay. Um, and if you rolled high enough, you got, like, let's call it a whole piece. And Tash, for example, or Mog, for example, rolled low. Um, so he has a piece, but it's not as, you know, potent. Right. I'm just trying to do the math. Like, so we need 10 and I have one. Mm -hmm. Yes. That so means you nine. need nine. nine I need more. nine now. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Is that Mark asking? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes the line between Mark and <laughs> Twain gets it's a little, little blurry. blurry. Yeah. Math is hard. <laughs> um, all right, I guess we have to keep. I'll uh, drop the spell then. Okay, you drop it. Sounds good. <clears throat> Let's stealth down this hallway, shall we? Yes. I need um, marching orders as you. Do I'm that. gonna go first because I I'm a, I'm supposed to be the stealthiest. And I actually for, think I'm stealthier than you. Are you? Now. I, I have a plus six. Uh, I have plus nine. Whoa, Whoa, you're first. I'm a rogue now. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, and, right. and I took my expertise in stealth. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And we're checking for traps? Um, yeah, we can be. Okay. Um, like so yeah, I'll, I'll roll I'll roll stealth ahead. Um, so that is a dirty 20. 
3020, beautiful. Uh, you make your way through the cavern pretty easily. Don't see any more of this azure crystal yet, but as you head a little bit further south, let's call it mm, 40 to 50 feet, you get that taste in your mouth again, but it is much stronger. Give me a perception check. Got that metallic taste to yeah. it? Yeah. Palpable. It's like when you lick a battery. Yes. Mm. It's called resentment. Uh <laughs> <laughs> 15. 15. Uh, you round the corner, and you see a pile of bones sitting there, but there's a glisten on those bones that just is not sitting right with you. Okay, I'm going to, like, creep backwards to the group. Okay. Um, I'll say, there's a pile of bones up ahead, and it's got something on it. I think it's an ooze. These things tend to be susceptible to fire. Yes. Yes. Ah. Uh, as we've learned. Clive just looks at Mog. <laughs> uh, the other yeah. one, Firecat. I've, I've got... Uh, okay, I've got a big fireball and I've got a little fireball. I would suggest starting with the little one. Okay. i got a little one too. Oh, there you go. We could cast together. Okay. Don't cross streams. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> As Mog and Mark uh, move up to this pile of the bones and Calliope points it out, you would definitely see like there's like this glisten around it, and it's almost like the bones look semi-suspended now that you're taking a closer look at it. Like they're not even fully touching the ground. Mm. Mm. Doing a little taxidermy over there, you know, <laughs> arranging them all artfully. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you're gonna go for an attack, you may do so. You've stealthily snuck up. Um, what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to cast Sacred Flame. Beautiful. Uh, it's uh, 60 feet range, and it's instantaneous is what it says on the card. Um, and it'll take 1d8 radiant damage. Boop, boop, boop. You still have to roll attack, though, right? Um, no, you got to make a saving throw. Oh, save. Two. So even with my modifier, I'm guessing I fail. Fail? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Maybe. Beautiful. Roll me some damage. Three. <laughs> wow, yay, good. Three uh, three damage is good enough. Um, but you would see it, this flame hit like this invisible wall, and it just sort of like... As you see, uh, as you expected, a gelatinous cube show mm. up in the oh, middle of boy. the area there. Oh, I didn't expect it to be a gelatinous cube. Neither did I. I thought it was going to be a... Um, Pudding? A bl- uh, yeah, black pudding. Oh, that comes out of the uh, out of the bones. Mm-hmm. Uh, nope, it was a cube suspending the bones as it was devouring whatever was remaining in there, burning it with the acids. But now it is obviously aware of the group of you. Tash, or uh, sorry, Mog still has the jump on the round. Yes, Mog casts Firebolt. Do it. Fuck me, you can't roll with a shit. Five. Five to hit is... Yeah. Oh, almost good enough. Really? This thing's AC is six. Wow. Wow. <laughs> they have shitty AC. Yeah, I mean, it's a big fucking cube. Yeah. It's like trying to hit the broad side of a barn, which apparently Ma can't hit. I was using uh, my left hand. Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Feels I mean, different. that makes sense. Yeah. Mug's trying to teach himself to be ambidextrous, and he felt like this was the time to... <laughs> big square bob. There's better times to do that. <laughs> uh, roll me some initiative uh, to figure out now that we are out of... Uh, whatever you call it. Nice. I'm at 15. 17. 17 for Mark. Uh, 17 for me as well. 19 for Obsidian. Holy Jesus. (laughs) 8 for Mog. Okay, you're way in the back. Uh, Clappy and Mark, who's got the higher decks? Uh, She does. Okay. Now we've got the right order. Obsidian, you now have a clear sight of this. I'm assuming Mm. you would have moved up behind your friends there. It is a bit of a tight cavern, though, so maneuvering in and out is going to be a little bit tricky, but you will see it. Hunter's Mark is my bonus action. Beautiful. Going to fire at it. That is a 26 to hit. Oh, yeah. 
by and, a long shot. And uh, that is 13 damage. Nice. Okay, yeah. Uh, some arrows go flying into this thing. Does Hunter's Mark take your bonus action? Yep. Okay. Um, pieces of it start to ooze away, and it want, like kind of dr- jiggles and lets loose these bones <laughs> and uh, starts to head towards you. Uh, it hasn't moved yet, obviously, because it's not its turn, but Calliope, you can see it has your attention. So Calliope's going to just get right up into the shit, as per usual. Sweet. Um, Steps up. I'm going to hit it first time. Ideally, I will. Yeah, that hits. Yeah, I only need sixes. Rolling shitty on my damage, though, so that's only four points of um, piercing damage. Okay. Uh, That hits. Uh, That is 10 points of piercing damage. Wow, I mean, you guys are knocking this thing down pretty quick. It's already looking pretty weak. Final attack, that hits. uh, And that is uh, six points of piercing damage. Six? Okay. Yeah. Uh, 44. Boom. Nice. Uh, Oh, that didn't update for some reason. Hold on. Let me update that. I have to hit enter. Remember to hit enter, Gavin. Uh, Yeah, Calliope steps up, starts, like, taking slashes out of this thing. Obsidian's lobbing arrows over her head, and chunks of this are hitting the ground like steaming up as they burn the ocean stone floor mark mark's going to cast spiritual weapon at uh, the second level and he is going to uh what is he going to do he's going to send uh his double bladed uh ghostly rojo axes at this thing and see what happens sounds good i only need a six rojo rojo Mm -hmm. well that's a two Plus, plus uh, plus. four, maybe. Yeah, six. Wow, you do it! Yay (laughs) for Rojo, just barely. (laughs) I feel like you give Calliope a haircut as they come by. (laughs) Watch it. Eight on the dice. Eight on the dice for damage, right? Yep. Nice. It's gonna swing again at this thing. Gets two swings. So thirteen will hit. Yep. And uh, now three. Another three. The only thing that would miss is a natural one. (laughs) <laughs> Pretty much. With your modifier. Uh, so on the eight, sorry, on the eight, uh, with the 1d8, it's going to get take two plus fours for its, because uh, it gets plus four for the spiritual weapon. Oh, so so an, an additional, additional eight? eight? Yeah, so an additional eight. Okay, sweet. Uh, let me just update. So seven and 12. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just updating its actual stats on my thing here because it's easier to track for me. It is its turn. Um, obviously, it's going to t- use its move action to try to engulf Clypey. I need a dexterity save from her. Let me just look up what the dex save is. I believe it's 13? 12. No, that's the other save. Hold on. Where is engulf? 12. Dex save of 12. Natural motherfucking one. Beautiful. <laughs> wow. That's, uh, and that's my best save, that too. That is brutal. Um, on a failed save, the cube enters the creature's space, and the creature takes 3d6 acid damage, and at the beginning of their turn, you take a lot more. I'm going to hellish rebuke it from within. Okay. Four, uh, ten points of acidic damage to Calliope as you are engulfed in it, but you do rebuke it, or not rebuke it. What is it? It's, oh. it yeah, it's or a hellish, hellish rebuke. rebuke, so I'll do... Um, uh, sorry, one sec. How, what, how much damage should I take? Uh, ten. Ten. Uh, okay, and then so it has to um, hellish rebuke. Um, I believe it does a dex save, doesn't it? Uh, can I do a dex save? I'm inside of it. I'll give it disadvantage. No, it can't. How, like I'm no. literally like flames are coming out of, out of me from like within. inside of you. Yeah, no, um, it just happens. Okay, so that, it's going to take 3d10 fire damage. Oh, boy. That would be really funny if you put this thing Well, down. I was like, I wanted <laughs> this to happen, actually. Um, 
16 points of fire damage. 16, that's a lot, but not enough to put it down just yet. Beautiful. Uh, you guys see this Calliope obviously get engulfed and then just like this burst of anger flame, like woof. Uh, and the cube shrinks a little bit, but she is still suspended within it. Um, now that it has her, though, it is going to move further back away from the group of you using the rest of its move action, um, trying to escape with Calliope as its fresh, delicious dinner. Mm-hmm. Mog, you are up. Is there a risk in us hurting Calliope as we attack this cube? Potentially, but uh, it is tricky. So yes and no. Cool. Thanks for clearing <laughs> that up. Um, Mog is clear as mud. <laughs> going to attack with his firebolt cantrip again. Well, we're not going to tell you what piercing thing might make through it and hit her, but a fireball will not. Fourteen. Fourteen to hit definitely hits. That is two d. There's not a whole lot left in this thing. She's probably going to end up in a puddle of acidic ooze in just a moment. Nine damage. Nine is exactly how much it was remaining on it. Calliope hits the ground as the rest of it is just sort of like, you know when you stick uh, jello in the microwave? Has anybody else done that? It just like nope. fills the bowl and goes all liquidy. And... <laughs> there you go. Calliope like wipes the fucking like acidic slime off her face and like flips her hair out of her face. Disgusting. Stinky thing. Stinky. Stinky. That acidic taste you had before? Definitely in your mouth now. <laughs> oh my God, I have heart then. You know, you have too much citric acid and you get really bad. <laughs> well, let's go. All right. You guys deal with that uh, without too much trouble. But as you approach further, this cave opens up and you start to see a little bit more debris and a body and a shield, as well as some more of the crystal you're after. But as you're standing there, without much concern, all you hear is like what sounds like eating, maybe. It's just sort of like this. (laughs) And it's not just one. It sounds like multiples. You can do some intelligence checks or... The like, you can tell me how you're trying to perceive this uh, to determine how many. Mark, Mark's going to listen. Cool. <laughs> I'm going to use a listening, <laughs> active listening. That will be perception. Can I do investigate? Like, an, could I do investigation? Yeah, I'm down with that. Um, cool. That's going to be a 21 for me on oh, my yeah. investigation. Cool. And Mark. Mark's got 17 on the dice. Um, and you said perception? Yeah. Uh, so that'd be a dirty 20. Dirty 20. Yeah, you guys are doing great. Uh, sounds like there's three of them there. The way they're moving around and, like, you know, interacting with stuff, you can hear three distinct, like, pa- Nori's patterns. Yeah, I'll just hold up three fingers there, Ron. Um, and can we... Uh, so, so we can't see them at this point in time? No. No. But you can tell that the cavern where you see the body of the um, the skeleton there laying on the ground, you can tell it opens up a little bit more, like the cave kind of like uh, expands. We might as well try and hurt them from good. afar. We know they're there. As soon as we can see them attack. All right. If we know what it is. Who's going first? Uh, Mark will go down first. Okay, are you trying to sneak? Sure. Give me a stealth check. Oops, I didn't mean to move you back. Uh, well, he's proficient, so he gets three, five, uh, six, seven, eight. So eight, nine, ten, eleven? Eleven? Uh, let me just check. Stats on these things. They're apparently quite perceptive. Actually, it's not that great. Plus Busy three. eating. Yeah, perception. Uh, what was your total? Eleven. 
No, you beat me. Uh, you managed to sneak up uh, into the area. Um, I'll move Mark for now. But um, what is the rest of you doing? You can see that there's uh, these grayish looking, like they're almost humanoid looking, but they're hunched over. Uh, actually, I think I have an image of this one. Yes, I do. It's like yeah. this. It's like this giant kind of troll-looking thing. I mean, not giant. You know, it's a little, maybe a little bit bigger than you guys. Mm -hmm. But its eyes are t completely gone. Like it, there's no eye sockets, and you can tell it's just blinded. Its ears and its smell. You can see like as it's moving around trying to find food, it's just smelling around like a dog. Like, <laughs> and then mm -hmm. it just sort of like digs down, shoves food in its mouth, and it's like kind of scratching at some of the rock and that kind of thing. Uh, there's three of them in there. I'd like to, yeah, also creep up to be by Mark. Okay, sounds good. Uh, give me that stealth check. Now, I'm just wow, wondering if because they're perceiving by smell, if the fact that I'm covered in the acidic smell of the Ooh. ooze maybe gives I will, me I'll advantage. Give you advantage. <laughs> yes. No, that 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 is uh, that's legit. I like it. <laughs> you were inside the ooze. Um, okay, so that is a 28 for me. Oh, yeah. You're up next to Mark. I feel like you scare Mark. You're like, oh, God. <laughs> Till, is that you? I've become very <clears throat> sneaky. Obsidian's not going to let Calliope get too far away. Okay. Uh, 24. 24. I'm you stuck, make it yeah. no problem. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I should roll for it. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> Mog follows in, too. Okay. I'm going to need a stealth from Mog. Don't fuck it up. Is <laughs> <laughs> another natural one? Mog? Some, some fucking cat that Mog is, hey? Like... Amazing. Oh, More of a Garfield, really. Today. So I'm trying to... The three of you did sneak up, but nobody said that they were attacking before Mog got there. Right. So it was going to be a surprise round. So we're all like Mog ready? Mog over that shield right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're all ready, and then all of a sudden it's like, crash, crash, Yeah, yeah, crash. yeah 100%. <laughs> you like kick the shield, and all you hear is like, tang, tang, tang. And then we all just slowly look at Mog. <laughs> <laughs> the group of them obviously drop whatever they're doing, spin around, just like, Rah! I need everybody to roll me some initiative to see who gets there first. Natural 20. Ooh, nice. nice. Uh, that's a 16 for me. 16 for Calliope. I have 11 as these things. 10. 10, you're just below. 15. 15, boom. Okay, Obsidian, you're up. The three of them spin around these monstrosity-looking things, just like blood and guts dripping from their face. Mm. And it looks like they're eating other humanoids, actually. Nice. Um, I'm going to use the circular blasting. Okay, do it. Uh, I'm going to turn on some slightly more upbeat music as we deal with these mofos. Uh, which one are you targeting? We've um, got, I can uh, target two three of them. All, uh, I, got, I, I can do three at three. Um, oh, I don't know about the radius. Or is it three separate attacks? It's three. Um, I can target three creatures. Okay, I, cool. I believe that I can see. Let's do it. Let's roll okay. with it. So the first one is a 24. I'm sure that hits. Oh, yeah, that hits. Second one, a 19. Uh, yep. Third one, a 14. Hits all of those. Okay. Nice. Oh. All right. So, uh, so we'll start at the top left and go clockwise. Uh, nine damage. Nine damage. Uh, ten damage. Jesus. And nine damage. Nine damage. Uh, all of these things are thrown up against the wall with this, like, I mean, there you can tell that they're probably from the Underdark or something. The color of their skin, the darkness, the blindness. And even though it's like this circlet of light, somehow hmm. that energy just, like, blows them up against the wall. They all, like, land prone on the ground temporarily, shake themselves off, pick up their clubs, and just, like, start drooling at the mouth, now smelling you. And they're like, and go charging towards uh, where they heard that light come from, Clybe. Uh, hell yeah, I'm gonna run up towards the one that's closest to me. So top okay. left. Closest to that uh, pile of crystal? Yeah. Cool. 
Um, you would make it there. Hell yeah. I think as the smoke clears from that circlet of blasting, Calliope just kind of comes like flying through. I'm going to try and hit it. Uh, I imagine that a 21 hits. Oh, yeah. Big time. Uh, and I'm going to use a uh, spend a superiority die to cast a trip attack on this bad boy. Sounds good. Um, so he'll have to try and succeed on a strength saving throw. Okay. Uh, did he succeed? I rolled a 17 plus yeah. stat. So, so okay. he succeeds, but he'll still take the extra damage. Okay. Um, ba, ba, ba. Oh, this music is so... Yeah. Uh, 14 points of piercing damage. Oh, man, you demolish that thing. You run up, slash it, kick it. It back goes up against these crystals, and they just pierce through its chest. Oh, it shit. It slides off and fucking collapses right in front of you. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, sh- shoot, I don't think I have enough movement to get over to anyone else to do um, to do any more damage. All right. Uh, well, I'll, but I'm going to start moving in that direction. I think I probably have like three more squares of movement. Uh, you're five, two? 10, 15, 20. You have like, yeah, we'll give you two. Okay, cool. Cool. Um, um, boom. Yeah. Mike, you're up. You've seen uh, one of these things drop pretty easily actually, by the hand. Sorry, I'm, I'm going to do something that I never do, which is I'm going to use my, because I can't use my bonus action to attack. Okay. I'm going to use my bonus action to use my second wind. Literally oh. something I never do. Yeah, to you're re- have to remind <laughs> me what that means. Um, it just means that I regain some hit points. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, because um, I was like, wait, you didn't take damage, but the ooze. Yeah. Uh, nice. Okay, cool. cool. Sorry, now my turn's over. All right. Mog's going to run up into this little harbor up at the kind of north end of the room. Okay. And uh, cast a chaos bolt. He'll go for the one uh, to the east. For this, is the east kind of tucked in the cave there? Yeah. Okay. And uh, see what happens. This is the one that can potentially jump. So All right. maybe. Oh my fuck! Oh my god! How many? You gotta get rid of that bell, dice. I, this is my first time using this dice oh tonight. Oh my god! <laughs> I believe in it. Who are you? Are you Brienne? I am tonight. <laughs> I'm playing god. you. Uh, the closest That's one in your fourth. line of sight That's is unfortunately your one. dear friend Mark. You're gonna have to make an attack roll again on him. <laughs> oh, I got an 18 that time. <laughs> <laughs> Roll damage. Oh, uh, this is a 2d8 and a 1d6. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. Uh, nine. Uh, oh, did, oh, no, it didn't. Uh, 14. <laughs> 14 of uh, what kind of damage is it again? Chaos uh, Bolt? Chaos bolts is either a 5 or a 4. Uh, it's going to be a force damage, we'll say. Force damage. Uh, yeah, Mark, you just get fucking pummeled in the back as you're probably keeping an eye on like whatever the hell these creatures are. Uh, dear Moggy. I think Mog's still dizzy from when they came through the portal. <laughs> yeah. That's what's happening. <laughs> totally. He's <laughs> been thinking about Ovira. So fucking... <laughs> oh, yeah, he forgot about Ezra entirely now. <laughs> Mark's going to be like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> what the Jeez. hell? Uh, time for these creatures. They pick up their clubs, and you can see them sort of like not looking around because they have no eyes, but they're like sniffing in the air. And then the one does like this grunt, grabs its club, and just sort of like charges at you with it over its head. Uh, heads directly towards uh, Mark, is, who is closest to him, and goes to swing at him. Let me just check its stat here. It is a spiked bone club, plus five to hit, which would be 16 for Mr. Mark. It, it swings, connects with you, but those clubs are just like not strong enough. It's either misjudging based on the blindness or amount of smells going on around. Maybe that you just got fried by your friend Mark. It's Rojo's chest Mark. plate. Yeah, Ro- <laughs> Rojo's chest plate will just take Def- that, take deflects that. it. No problem. Yeah. Uh, the other one heads directly towards Calliope and me, uh, does the same thing. Plus five to hit. Twenty dirty. 
Yeah, that hits. Uh, it is going to swing with its club overhead oh, and yeah. just making like this grunting noise, still drool pouring out of its mouth, expecting some dinner. It uh, gets seven points of bludgeoning and an additional 1d4 of piercing. So seven plus one, uh, eight total. Beautiful. Cool. Uh, Mark. Mark has spiritual weapon. So out comes, uh, comes Rojo's double uh, axe blades. Awesome. He is going to uh, make an attack on uh, the guy that just fucking hit him. <laughs> or tried to hit you. Yeah. Failed. Jerk. Uh, ooh, that's a five on the dice. Oh, five, five, five. I don't know, five. That's not going to hit. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> even though these things are blind, it can almost, it can hear that, that spiritual weapon whirring around it, and it is dodging it, dexterous as ever. Okay, well, he's going to try to hit it again. Okay. Uh, this time he got a 12 on the dice. That will hit. Nice. Well, he's going to take 1d8 of damage, plus four. Five plus four is nine. Beautiful. Uh, this time it tries to dodge out of the way, but connects perfectly with the edge of your blades. You put it down. What does that look like? Uh, well, again, uh, I think what ended up happening is because Mark was a little bit off off centered from being his got his uh, maybe maybe <laughs> his bum, bum his bum hairs scorched by Mog there. <laughs> um, the the I, I would imagine that the the axe blades were sort of kind of going around and they uh, have a chain in between launches through his neck and then things come <laughs> together and just boom, sever, oh, his, sever nice, his head. Nice. Uh, yeah, this big gray body just goes limp and then to the knees and boom, falls down in front of Mark as blood just pours out uh, onto your nice boots. No! <laughs> not my boots! Uh, back to the top of the round, Obsidian. Obsidian sees Marcus safe, looks at Clypey and shoots an arrow. Um, after using their bonus action to put Hunter's Mark on the last remaining creature. Sounds good. And, oh, fuck a duck. Ten. 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 Just a miss. Grazes it on the shoulder, and now it like it whips its head <clears throat> towards you. It's like greasy hair. just like <clears throat> it slides over to you. And even though it can't look at you, you can feel it looking at you. Mm. And it grabs its club, grips Creepy. it, white-knuckled, and, like, <clears throat> and lunges towards uh, Obsidian. Calliope. Uh Okay, I'm going to take my first hit on him. Be like... Down here, ugly. Uh, yeah, that's 19 on the dice, plus five. Oh, yeah. Oh, not very good damage. Uh, three points, or four, four points of piercing damage. Uh, actually, that is enough because of the light that um, Obsidian used in the first place is nice. enough to put that thing down. You crush it, falls unconscious, hits the ground, and slowly dies. I think, like, Calliope is just, like, digging the sword, like, deeper and deeper in. <laughs> she stands over it, and there's just, like, this, like, level of, like... Calliope always kind of has bloodlust, but, like, an intensity to the bloodlust that's just, like... She's enjoying it a, a little, little too much. Yeah. She pulls her sword out wipes it on her pants. Obsidian's watching Calliope as she does that, and just, like, observing her carnal rage and just taking note of it. I think, like, Obsidian maybe has, like almost like a flashback to like when Calliope was like a little girl and was like kind of like remembering that like even as a child she was like an abnormally violent Mm -hmm. child like during training she tended to fight very like very recklessly very like viciously um you know like the uh there's a a time when like a the son of the cook at the estate, like the, another little boy, like scorned her, mm-hmm. and she just like pushed him to the ground and just like wailed, de- on, him. wailed on him mm-hmm. until like Obsidian had to pull her off. Like just kind of like this flashback to this like kind of rage that has yeah. always lived inside of her that has 
and up because until... you're because you recently just had a trauma obsidian's like okay <laughs> we need to watch this yeah all right uh so mark is going to cast cure wounds on himself okay you guys take a moment regroup Mark casts some magic around. You can feel the energy fill the room as he is now feeling quite a bit better. And you catch the glint of two of these azure um, lung crystals on either side of the cavern, ready for the mining. Hell yeah. What was it again? Uh, uh, it was a, a sleight of hand. Sleight of hand. Yeah. Okay. Oh, nice. Oh, maybe not. Ten, 10 for Mog. Yeah, I actually only need 10s for them to be good. 19 for me. Good. Yeah. 11. Good. 17. Yeah, you guys all get uh, regular full-size Azure Crystals. And you roll again so because there's actually two packs, right? So there's there's two sets of Crystals there. Natural 20! Oh, yeah, you actually get two. Oh, oh really? Nice. Yeah, 19. Yeah. Nice. Um, I get uh, 13. Okay. And 14. 14, yeah. Everybody gets uh, their Crystals. Mog gets two full-size Crystals. Excellent. Hell yeah. Uh, in this cavern is uh, mostly just like leftover bones that have been gnawed on. Uh, there's a big, large, broken statue that looks like, um, you know, those uh, ship uh, kind of like emblems on the, or um, carvings on the edge of ships or on the mm-hmm. front? On it, the it's bow. sort of like one of those that was half being made but was mm-hmm. never installed and it's like all broken and dilapidated now. And then just like some more crates of what you'd imagine probably had food and grain in it at some point, but is long since like rancid and rotten. Right. Hell yeah. Shall we explore on? We need to find more of these. (laughs) There is a lot of treasure in here, (laughs) just like she said. There's tons down here. (laughs) Maybe the real treasure was the moldy grain we all found along the way. (laughs) Or maybe it's just the, you know, the journey we had together. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you head further into the cavern. Um, seems pretty quiet now. You don't hear a whole lot going on. Um, don't hear any more of these creatures now that your ears are sort of attuned to any, whatever they're eating. Any ooze smell on the wind? Uh, you can give me a <laughs> perception with advantage. Because I'm now an expert a- in ooze smells. aware with acidic taste. In <laughs> Natural <mouth>. 20. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> you don't get uh, even a hint of acidic but you do get like a weird fishy stench. Mm. <laughs> this fish stench. <laughs> do you guys smell that? It's fishy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we're in a cave. No, but it's a, it's. Sm- How about we like try and draw whatever's stinks. down there here? Like to bottleneck it out here. You see, mm-hmm. they they have they have to come through this narrow passageway at us, right? Then at least only one of them or so at a time can fight us. Calliope flashes back to Mog being like, get in the house, we'll, bo- <laughs> we'll bottleneck them in. <laughs> She's like, maybe. Till we'll be safe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could also get the jump on them if we push forward a little bit. Prize attacks. Yeah, like we can, yeah. Sure. Let's give that a go. Okay, marching order. I'd like, I'll go fr- in the front in stealth. Okay. And Mark will be right behind her. Sounds good. Um, Out of myself, seventeen plus nine. Beautiful. Um, Twenty-six. Yeah. Mog, maybe you should wait back here. Marshmallow feet, Mog. Marshmallow feet. Cat feet. Just a little off. My land on. Me caught something oh, yeah, from Ezra. Well. <laughs> Nineteen. Nineteen. Nice. 
Um, yeah, the three of you sneak up pretty easily. Mog kind of hangs back, so I don't know if he needs a, uh, a stealth check. Um, but you do come across a, an area of the cavern that looks to continue, and you see more of this azure lung, but uh, there's a large boulder that seems to have collapsed from the ceiling and is blocking your way. What's that thing doing? That's there? handy. We can mine this thing when nothing can get at us. Yes, but we need more than just this. Well, let's mine and then figure out the boulder. Yes. Cool. Uh, give me your mining rolls. One each this time. Um, 15. 15. Good. Yeah. Any, 11. Anything uh, 13. Over 12. Good, 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 good. Perfect. So everybody has like five now? I have four. 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 I have four. Oh, I have five. Five. Yeah. But one of them shitty. <laughs> How do you have five? Because he's got a roll natural nat 20. 20. Oh, right. Yeah, you come across this uh, this large boulder. Let me just... I'll try to move you guys. Is it possible to, um, for a smaller person to squeeze through? Mark might be able to squeeze through there. I don't know about anybody else. Can it be pushed? You can try. Wedged in there. Anyone got a disintegrate boulder spell? Anyone got a... No. No. I can speak with animals. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, stupid. Wait, is this actually a boulder? I'm going I'm to touch it. Uh, you go to touch it, and uh, your hand like <laughs> almost passes perfectly through it. Oh, it's an illusion. It's magic. All right, I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to walk through it. Okay. You walk through it. Uh, with no issue. Oh, yeah. I've, we follow, I guess. Okay. Smart. Really smart. Seemed weird, right? Yeah, random boulder. Doesn't match the rest of the cave walls. Hmm. <laughs> That's why you're the brains of this operation. Uh, you guys continue down the cavern for a little bit. Um, let me just uh, move some tokens here. I mean, this is, it's, you can tell it's water-worn, so everything just sort of, like, twists and curves, and there's, like, you know, stalactites and stalagmites from the ceiling and all that sort of crap. Uh, but you, again, enter into uh, sort of a larger opening here. This one has some more debris. There's, like, an old cart, uh, little bits lying around. In the corner there, you do see a chest. Uh, it looks like gold sort of scattered about. And Definitely not a trap. <laughs> Booty! As well as uh, some more azure crystal. Is there, what's that mm. fish smell like here? Is it it's, stronger? It's definitely stronger, but not like notably stronger. Okay. I think before we mine this thing, let's look around these nooks and crannies, make sure there's nobody around. Yes, I agree. Okay, so the group, are you going to kind of like split up? Well, I'm moving map pieces. Hold on. Whoa, whoa, it's a good. <laughs> Let me move that to the map layer. Is that the other one? Oh, yeah, the other one moves too. Hold on. Uh, move to map layer. There we go. Now I can't move shit. Um, let's say Obsidian kind of heads up there, Clypey down here, maybe Mog there, and Mark further there. If you guys are trying to get a survey. Yeah. Okay. Can I do a, like, a, yep. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I was just moving tokens around. You guys want to do some professor, yeah, some investigation? Oh, yeah. Um, that is a 24 for me. Nice. 19. 19. Uh, 16. Wow. Uh, everybody except Mog uh, would, with um, the investigation He's the new breed. It's <laughs> the new breed. Wow. Uh, would notice in a lot of these um, wood pieces and debris is probably, you know, like bits of dirt or, or whatever, ashes, that sort of stuff. And you see many, many, many more footprints of those creatures that you just dispatched. Mm. Uh. 
Well, they weren't that tough. Let's mine this thing while we have the opportunity. Yes. Give me some rolls. 15. Uh, slight of hand. 11. Nice. Uh, five. All right. So you get a, a Habsies, or like a, not Habsies, it's like a... Four and some dust. Shitty yeah, amount. A yeah, weak shitty one. man. A weak one. Hmm. What do y'all think of this chest? It's pretty weird that it's just sitting right here. I mean... There's actually gold on the ground? Yep. I don't know. I mean, it's like the advertising that it's a trap. I, I don't, I don't, don't care really about gold. Having gold not, yes, yeah. I'm not. I don't, I don't care about the gold. I just, I wonder. I, I can't help but wonder what might be in it. I mean, I don't think it's actually gold. Whoever cast that boulder back there is probably watching this room, or at least well aware of it. Shall we leave it for now? Holy Halister, just fucking around down here. I think maybe just leave it just in case we don't, you know, like if we have to fight something, yeah. we don't want to fight anything with a disadvantage. Yes. Or being wounded. Yeah, remember when we set off that thing a few, like a week ago, and I was paralyzed for 24 hours and you were fucked up? That was so fun. Or, uh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> the good old days. Oh, boy, remember? Oh, yeah. Yes. <clears throat> I think we should push on. Right. You guys regroup, leaving the tasty gold chest alone, <laughs> uh, and head ever deeper into this cave. You can tell it uh, kind of breaks off in multiple directions here, two dead ends uh, to sort of like the south and southwest, and a corridor that heads further deeper that's sort of like the, the northwest. Mm. Uh, well, I guess we'll go northwest. Mm -hmm. Okay, sounds good. Um, you can continue into here and see more and more of this debris. This one's like looks like it's pieces from a ship, um, maybe recently broken. And as you look through there, uh, some of this stuff would be maybe of interest now. Not like, you know, we're talking trinkets, that sort of thing. There's not like piles of gold or anything like that. You don't see any potions or anything magical. Uh, but there is, you know, maybe food in here that isn't totally rancid that could be of use. Um, and like I said, trinket. So if you want to dig around in there, we can roll in a trinket table, but up to you. Now. Okay. Sounds good. Mm -hmm. I've already got one cursed necklace. I don't need to <laughs> accidentally find another one. <laughs> Calliope, as you're standing in here, that fish stench that you had before is noticeably stronger now, and it's wafting from uh, the northwest there through that channel, and it's just filling this room to almost like a gag reflex amount. It stinks in here. I feel like everybody would smell this, but we, we have noses, Calliope. Yeah. <laughs> Obsidian's such a bitch sometimes. <laughs> Mog salivating. <laughs> Anybody else hungry? Oh, smells good. <laughs> good old quippers and chips. <laughs> uh, I think um, we should push on. Yeah, let's yep. push forward. Okay, marching order. I'll go first. Okay. Roll stealth. Yeah, give me some stealth. Uh, not as good. Uh, what, 7 plus 9? 16. Uh, 16, yeah. Okay, Obsidian's gonna follow with a natural one. Oh, boy. 
Uh, you go to step over that uh, large bit of debris and put your foot right into it, and a huge snap mm-hmm. of the wood echoes through the cave, and the whole place just goes still for a moment. It's just like dead silent. And I look at look Clive and go. you hear like this skittering noise and like a a uh like a crunch crunch like clack 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 noise as uh two Mm, giant giant crabs yep (laughs) oh didn't she say it's probably just one giant lobster (laughs) two giant crabs uh come racing towards the corridor and try to grab calliope i'm gonna need some initiative rolls Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, no. fuck. There's the Brie roll. Natural one. Natural one. Beautiful. Nice. I'll put you back here. I rolled seven for them. Five. Oh, boy. 19. Here Ooh, we go. 19, Mog's. Mog's waking up. And what's Mark got? <laughs> that smell of fish is bringing him to life. Natural 20. Natty 20 for Mark. Yeah, Mark. Beautiful. That means you get two attacks. I've had so right? many weird natural 20s and natural ones tonight. Just like a bizarre see. night. Oh, 16. Uh, what was Mog's again? Uh, I don't remember. I'm gonna I say I'm just fine. Dice. Okay, I think, I it, think was it was 17. like 17. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Um, okay, Mark, you're up as Calliope on the other side of her. These two giant crabs, uh, that just like claws out like <laughs> Calliope actually has a phobia of crabs. That's why. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I've had crabs before. I don't want it again. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, hmm. Okay. Well, Mark is gonna cast uh, his spiritual weapon. Okay. Uh, at the uh, third level. So that means I get 2d8 on that. Um, he's going to move up into into range. Okay. So, well, not like he'll be, I don't, I don't know what, 30 feet. If he's 30 feet away. 30 feet away uh, oh, no. So he, he, yeah, he'd, uh, he'd have to be 20 feet away because he's got to send this thing 20, 20 feet. Boom. Perfect. And now he's going to try to hit these crabs. Little crabbies. Little crabbies. How big is a giant crab? Seven. Uh, like the size of you. Okay. Nice. Yep. So 17. 17 will hit. Okay. And then they're going to take 2d8. Well, this one guy's going to take 2d8. So he's got a 5 and a 6. So that would be 11 plus 4 uh, is 15. 15. You crush the first crab. Smells delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Mog's Ma- Ma- now salivating. As it just like, it's like click, 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 click and collapses to the ground. Uh, yeah, dead. So he's going to attack the other one. Sounds good. Do it. He's got 14, uh, 14 on the dice. That will just miss. Uh, this crab raises oh, its claw intelligently. No, I don't think so. For a spiritual weapon? Yeah, it should be a ranged yeah, it should spell be attack. A spell attack. Yeah, it so should be your dex. Your modifier. I don't have any. I don't have any decks. Oh, no, that's why. No, for spell, it should be his spell attack modifier, which yeah. should be his wisdom. Oh, right, because yeah. it's a magical, a magical weapon. weapon. Wisdom is plus three. All right. Well, so that will hit seventeen. Yeah, that so hits. Two more d8s. Okay, let's do oh, it. Uh, oh, <laughs> count it if it's high. Uh, well, uh, four, four in the tray. Yeah, four in the tray. Good band name. We'll, we'll re, re, four in the tray. Uh, and three, so that's going to be uh, seven and four, because I get to add plus four to that. Wow. Uh, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven. Not enough to put that one down, but enough to crush uh, one of its big claws, and uh, that's about it. Moggy. Mog is going to, oh, just step up a little bit, but he doesn't really need to, and he knows that he's his aim has been shit today, so he's not going to use this spell attack 
uh, this With time. two of your companions in front of you? Yeah, he's just going to go ahead and use his Dissonant Whispers, which is the wisdom save. Okay. Five. That's a fail. Fail. Un, deux, trois, d6. Oh, jeez, I'll probably put it down. Six, seven, eight. Wait, hold on. Can a crab hear you? Let me just check this. <laughs> Can it hear you? Oh, yeah. yeah they, they have yeah. ears. <laughs> I, I know. I just wanted to check if it like had... Um, uh, psychic damage. Advantage. Yeah. Also. Okay. No, it, it doesn't have any resistance to any of that sort of stuff. So it, uh, uh, it takes damage? eight damage, and it immediately must use its reaction to move as far away from me as it possibly can. It spins around, starts running, making like this... You know when you put lobsters in boiling water? It makes... Yes. It's like... And then as it's walking away, it just fucking like... And explodes into like little sh- crabby shrapnel pieces nice. as it dies. Nice. nice. Mog runs over and grabs a handful of meat. <laughs> nice. Mm. Uh, as you run up there, you would hear from a distance this shrieking noise as uh, these two sea hags oh, come great. running down towards you, and they're like, "Our pets!" Yeah. I need everybody to, uh, they have like this death stare thing. I actually am unfamiliar with it. So let me just read it. Uh, (laughs) Horrific appearance. Any humanoid that starts its turn within 30 feet of the hag can see the hag's true form must make a wisdom save. Okay, do so. Oh, I don't think obsidian's within range. Obsidian doesn't need to. Yeah, and Mog, Mog said Where he jumped is Obsidian? To, over and ran into the room. Uh, Obsidian actually, was I think me. you've covered me up with Calliope's tile. Yeah. Oh, whoopsies. Obsidian ha, ha. Was with me. You're right there. Everybody roll. For what is it again? Oof. Wisdom. I really wish I was not in range. Oh. I got a three. Oh, boy, that's fail. I didn't do very good. Uh, 14. Pass. Nine. Oh, thank fail. Fuck. 22. Pass. Okay, so Obsidian and Calliope, let me just say, on a failed save, the creature is frightened for one minute. A creature can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of their turns with disadvantage if the hag is still within line of sight, ending the effect on its success. If a creature's saving throw is successful, which it isn't, blah, 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 blah horrific appearance. Uh, oh, it basically can't redo that to um, Mark and um, Mog. Okay, so on your turn, you guys essentially have to... The Frightened stat, if I just read it, says, A frightened creature has disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls. While the source of its fear is within line of sight, the creature can't willingly move closer to the source of its fear. Right. Okay. We don't need to run away. We just can't get closer. You can't get closer. And, we get and, you, and you'll get time. disadvantage. You're going to be like, I, I, this is fucking creepy. I can't shoot it. Um... That was their turn. Uh, Same initiative, I'm guessing. Oh, wait, no, that's just one of their... That's not one of their actions. That's just one of their things. It would... The target... The hag targets one frightened creature with its action with a death glare. It's going to do that with... um, Each one's going to target one. So one will target Calliope. The other will target Obsidian now as their actions uh, within 30 feet, which you guys are... Um, I need again wisdom saving throws of eleven. I really oh, hope you don't. My God, fuck this that up. The wisdom's my worst save. Fourteen. Oh, good. Please don't fail this. <laughs> she may. One natural, natural one. one. Oh uh, my God. Uh, uh, the death glare says the hag targets one frightened creature within thirty feet of her. If the target can see the hag, which you both can. It must succeed on a DC wisdom save throw against this magic or drop to zero hit points. Calliope hits the deck completely unconscious. Not dead, you're at zero. Uh, you passed. You do not have that. Um, they aren't within range to do any attacks, though, and that is the end of the turn. Obsidian, you are up. You have disadvantage to attack these mm. things. 
I have a, a free action I can do, right? What? I'm going to stuff a healing potion down Calliope's throat. Okay, sounds good. Yes. Uh, I, can do that four as, plus I can do that as an action, right? Oh, like yeah, a like, as a, yeah. like a free action. Yeah, okay. absolutely. And then I'm going, to, two, yeah. um, I'm going to fire an arrow at one of them, even though I get you disadvantage. Want me to roll that? Yeah. Uh, let me just bring up their stats here. I'm assuming a nine misses. Uh, it might. Yes, it does. A nine <laughs> whiffs past them, and they just hackle <laughs> at you. <laughs> That's all I'm going to do. I'm going to. Not often. I'm gonna, fresh meat comes into our cave. I'm going to step in front of Clypey. Okay. And, oh, I know. I'm not oh, allowed no. to move him. Yeah, I'm you not can't allowed. move closer. Yeah. Um, I'm going to drag Clypey behind me. Oh, I will take it. Uh, you can move fifteen, so three squares. Uh, okay, so I'm going to drag. Let's... I'm going to drag Clypey back fifteen feet. Okay. We'll go. Uh, we'll just go kind of next to Mark here. Whoop! I'm turning Obsidian upside down. What's happening? Oh, maybe there. Good enough. <laughs> Perfect. Um, okay, Calliope, you are awake. You rolled two d four plus two. What's your health at? Uh, eight. <laughs> eight. Hey, that's pretty damn yeah. good. Um, I'm no longer frightened of them, right? Because I went down. R- yes. Oh. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Oh yeah. Uh, Calliope. Yeah, she kind of like hits the deck. And then immediately springs back up. Luckily, this is a feeling that is familiar to Calliope. <laughs> She's really used to this at this point. So she springs into action and sprints up to one of those bitches. Boom. Um, and I'm going to try and attack it. Uh, that is a 16 plus 5. That will hit. I'm going to expend a superiority die to do a trip attack. Okay. Um, so it needs to succeed on a... Um, strength? I believe it's... Yeah, it's a yeah strength saving throw. Okay, what's your strength? It is... Ooh, they got pretty good strength. Uh, 16. It passes, but it'll still take the extra damage. Okay. Uh, ooh, nice. Uh, math, 17 points of piercing damage. Oh, dang. Man, uh, nice work. I'm going to attack the same one again. Okay. We're doing the uh, southern one here. Yeah, the one that your token's closest to. Yeah. Um, uh, that's going to be 23 to hit. Yep. Okay. Uh, that is seven points of piercing damage. Beautiful. Third attack. Um, I am going... No, I've already used a superiority die. Um, does a 14 hit? Just. Nice. Uh, that's going to be nine points of piercing damage. Wow, man, you are hacking this thing to pieces. It's still standing, but I'm going to use barely. my action surge to hit again. Okay. Um, does a 13 hit? Nope, no. need a 14. Ugh. Last one, you are... Just, you're, arms are just getting exhausted from hacking at this thing, but like it's seaweed-like hair is getting caught up in everything. Pieces starting to get it like ripped out of its skull. Chunks of skin are coming off of it, and the shriek coming out of this creature is ear-piercing as you are hacking it to pieces. Oh, yeah. Uh, Calliope has done a significant amount of damage to the one to the south. The one to the north looks pissed as ever as it turns towards you, draws its claws, which now like extend from its fingers, and go to charge towards you. Mark. Ooh. Um, Mark is going to, he's going to move up next to, uh, Calliope. Okay. Um, he is going to, again, I, I guess because it's been past a minute, um, he's going to cast a spiritual weapon at the third level again. Okay. And he is going to try to hit. Has it been past a minute? We no. We've stayed in combat. Okay. Your spiritual weapon so, should still be active. Sweet. Yeah. It's only been like five rounds. So he's Yeah, going, you guys walked up pretty quick. Okay, so yep. he's going to, he, well, it's going to go, it's just going to come out and it's going to nail uh, the one that uh, Calliope has already hit. Okay, sounds good. 
Uh, so that would be uh, 10 on the dice plus 4, so 14. Just hits. Nice. Okay, so... Spiritual he, weapon she, goes flying towards her. Okay, she's going to take 2d8. So it's going to be 4, 5, and 4, so 9. 9, beautiful. Okay, and uh, he's going to, again, attack the same... Same with, creature? With the same creature. Yep. So 19 on the dice. Oh, yeah. And 2d8. Oh, yeah. So four and four, and four is 12. She goes down. Nice. Collapses to the ground. Just a pile of like what looks like really old, greasy seaweed uh, as she has her last breath. Flippy beams at Mark. She's like, that's my boy. There you go. Take that, sea <laughs> hag. <laughs> Mog, you're up. Uh, Mog is going to kind of run up behind Mark and just kind of like lean over to the side there to cast... <laughs> uh, Chaos bolt in between Mark and the wall, and just see if maybe he's like, you know. Careful, Mog. Yep, I got like better it. Aim uh, so you need to move up a little bit. Yeah, just okay, kind of in behind like, Mark. Oh, in behind. Uh, one more. Just sort of wedge. One more square. Point. Yeah. Cool. I like it. Pichu. Trying the bank shot. Oh, there we go. Uh, that is eleven. 11 total will miss. Uh, Chaos Bolt reflects off of part of the cave and doesn't quite connect her. I feel like you're too scared to hit Mark again. It's too distracted. Uh, <laughs> just like whiffs past her, takes out some of that greasy uh, seaweed hair of hers, but that is about it. Um, you do have a little bit more move action if you'd like. Uh, no, I'll stay there. Okay, you're going to stay there. We're coming back to the top of the round, which is actually not the Sea Hags. Oh, come on. Uh, all you hear is that uh, familiar slurping kind of <laughs> sound, uh, but a lot more of them. But oh, God. You don't hear or see them just yet, or maybe you just see a token that I slide oh, into oh, the top oh. row, but that's about as far as they can make in one round. Um, next up is this hag. Now, let me just uh, look at her stat. It says the, ha uh, the hag targets one frightened creature, so she can't re-frighten anybody that's already been frightened. Uh, oh, wait, no, Obsidian is still frightened because right. you're still standing, so she would actually turn towards Obsidian, noticing that you are the frightened one. I need that wisdom save. 16. 16, nice. you pass. Um, she turns towards you. You can feel like this anger, this glare as she moves further back into the cave, hoping, hoping to push the group of you off, uh, but failing, trying to get out of combat range as best she can. Obsidian is up. Even though I'm at disadvantage, I'm going to lob an arrow at her. Okay, sounds Whoa, good. Geez. On Obsidian. 10. 10 will miss. The arrow just goes wide, cling, bounces off of the rock and disappears deeper into the cave. Do you want to use any of your move? Mm, I can't move towards her. Oh, you can't and move I'm towards her? I'm not going to run away, so You no. could give me a health action oh, yes, so that I, I get can. Uh, I, I am going to give Clive the help action. Nice. I like it. Um, Obsidian is supporting you, trying to give you some pointers on how to attack this thing, Calliope. Giving you advice. Yeah. <laughs> go go, go, go for the soft spot. <laughs> uh, okay, so Calliope literally like kicks this like seaweed pile out of the way and like grins and sprints after nice. her. Okay. Um, and I'm going to take a slash at her with advantage. Thank you, Obsidian. Um, yeah, that's going to hit fi a 15 plus 5. Yep. Um, so I get to add... And I'm gonna expend a superiority die as well to make that um, to make it a trip attack. Okay. Um, uh, so strength. Yeah. Ooh, like 22. Yeah, she succeeds. That's fine though. I still get the extra damage. Okay. That's what it's all about, baby. Um, uh, 12 points of piercing damage. Wow, nice. Yeah. I'll take my next attack. Okay. 
Uh, 13 plus 5. Uh, 13 plus 5, yes. We'll hit. Uh, 6 points of piercing damage. Nice. And then final attack. 19 plus 5. Oh, yeah. Good old Calliope in there with the blades. Uh, and that is uh, 7 points of piercing damage. 7 points. You've basically taken off half of her available health as she is looking rough AF, just like her little friend that is now dead. I think once again, Clypey's just hitting with just like this brutal kind of efficiency of just like hack and slash. I love it. Uh, The claws come out on this one. She's like, you think you're going to take me down? I'm going to cut your throat before you can. And just goes to like rake her claws across your throat. Come at me, bitch. (laughs) Um, Clypey, we got Mark, top of the round. Uh, well, he's got a spiritual weapon moving in the right direction, so he's cool. gonna move. For- he's gonna move forward and attack her with that. Sweet. Are you keeping a bit of range from her? Or are you uh, gonna yeah, go toe it, to toe? Long- yep, twenty feet is good. Okay, good. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, so natural twenty on the dice. Oh, baby! <laughs> yes. So that's gonna be uh, double dice. Double dice. Well, I'm gonna rate roll this twice here. Uh, so eight and two is ten. Eight and seven is fifteen. So twenty-five. Twenty-five plus four. Damn, dude. Twenty-nine. Yeah, you crush oh, this thing. Yeah. I feel like it's like a Roho moment where those blades just come from every angle. It like lobs off an arm. She's like, ah! tries to go rake Calliope with the other one. You lob off that arm, and then out stumbling, and then the chain wraps around the neck and chokes her to death. She collapses to the ground and dies dead. Fuck yeah! Which means Obsidian is no longer frightened, right? Correct. Yay. Mog, you're up. Uh, um, in the far distance there, you yeah. can see the uh, creatures you're familiar with now yeah. approaching. Mog's going to use all of his movement to kind of come over by this rubble okay. and see if he can see how many of them there is. Uh, you would be able to. Let me just um, zoom up on the volume here. Oh, oh my God. Oh, fucker. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You've got, what is that, six, seven, eight? No, nine. Mog casts a fireball right in the middle of that. Fuck yeah. Yeah, hell Mog. yeah. Beautiful. Okay. Deck save. Deck save on all of them. Um, let's just do clockwise here. So and he levels it up to fourth level. Okay. Um, let me just look at their decks. Their decks is plus one for all of them. So let me do this one. 18, I'm assuming, saves. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to mark the ones with red that fail. Fail. Uh, boom. That one failed. Pass. Pass. Uh... Plus one, 14. 14 is my safety C. Uh, okay, so pass. So those three in the middle pass. 16, pass. Damn, these guys are dexterous. Natural 20, fuck. Fuck these guys. Uh, four, fail. And then uh, last one. 18, damn. What the fuck? Well, only a couple fail. Yeah, only two. Fucking ballerina wow. trolls? Like, yeah, why are seriously. they so dexterous? <laughs> that was wild. 36 damage. 36? You fucking toast those two that, like, don't dodge whatever the hell you just casted at. The other ones take half damage. So 15, 18 damage for the rest of them. (laughs) You fry every single one of them. Their their HP is 11. (laughs) Nice. Dude, beautifully done. (laughs) Man, that was crazy. Okay, Mog, that makes up for all of your battle. Feeling a bit more clear now. Yes. (laughs) Head was a little off there. All right, you guys are officially out of combat. Man, I can't believe you dispatched them in one hit. That was insane. That's what Fireball's all about, man. That's That's intense. It's a good spell. 
Uh, in this room is uh, more debris, but um, you do see some of the azure crystal that you are after. And then to the um, east is another trove of uh, what looks to be treasure. Yeah, treasure, I'm sure. Uh, okay. Mark is going to go and uh, grab Calliope's hand. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. And she is going to, uh, he's going to cure wounds on her for oh, yeah. 1d8 plus 4. Cool. Uh, oh, nice. Sidian is going to mine some of that. Uh, Sounds good. Yeah, yeah do it. same as Mog. Okay. I'm doing much better now. Nine. Nine, so, so you get a hat, like a portion or whatever, a weak one. Uh, Mog got 11. Okay. 16. Yeah, okay. 17 for me. Nice. Oh, goodness. Let's move you over here. As you move deeper in, you can see yeah, who knew? the treasure trove and Damn. Two, more, two more azure crystals. Two more? So we yep. can mine two more? Yep. Or attempt to? Yeah, attempt to. Uh, 14. A 10 and a 7. 10 and 7, okay. Two fails for Mog. Oof. 19. Nice. 11. All right, nice. Uh, yeah, I, I succeed both times. Okay. 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. So I've got 8 now. Perfect. Um, quite, quite you said there's another treasure chest. There is in the corner there uh, to the east. Uh, you see a treasure chest and a pretty decent pile of gold, actually. Some gems and whatnot, rubies. I want to pick up a piece of rubble and toss it at the pile and see if it's illusory. Sure. Uh, you pick it up, throw it, and it hits it. And you can see gold just sort of like clatter and shatter everywhere. Huh. I think we should pick this up. Some of it. Yeah, we can. Oh, Mogs, I could use a, I could use uh, my mage hand just to Ooh. open it and see mm-hmm. if there's any Lever. triggers. Yes. Nice. Uh, yeah, you do that, and uh, opens up. And you see a lot of gleaming, shiny stuff in there, including uh, what looks to be a scroll and some potions. Oh, cool. oh yeah. Let's just take it. Sometimes treasure is just treasure. <laughs> Elvira did okay. say. How much gold is there? Do you know? Uh, we're just gonna roll on it. Um, so what I'm gonna do is take some. Uh, Tens here, so it'd be uh, it's forty. How do I read that? I'm using it as like the three placements, so it'd be six hundred and twenty-four gold. Whoa! <laughs> Holy shit! Uh, uh, fuck! I have no gold on me. Shall I yeah, carry yeah, this? Totally. Okay, are, can I? Can I mean, I, none of us have gold on. Oh, oh I, we don't. We oh. all got our gold taken from us. No, no I got gold. You um, brought some back from the... Oh, from Yield Pond. We I, for, I yeah. forgot to from take gold feet. out of the bank. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was mourning. Yeah, I mean, she did say that this is where a lot of the ships end up, and yeah. these creatures will just, like, collect stuff that they keep. So you would imagine they've been collecting old pirate ship treasure for some time. It's 208 gold each. Oh, I mean, I would say, like, Clyde would also be like, just let's take it. Like, let's I, do 208 each. Okay. Yeah. Um... And then there's some potions and a scroll. Yes. Uh, so those are going to be roll table based. Uh, there's three potions and one scroll. Um, so let me just bring those up. Uh, so who's grabbing potions? I'll grab a potion. Okay. Yeah, uh, give me a, a d20 well. roll. Okay. That's two of the three. I rolled an 11. 11 Lucky is 11. a potion of heroism. You gain 10 temporary hit points and are nice. under the bless spell. Ooh. Six. Six is a potion of flying. You gain flying speed equal to your walking speed. Nice. Mark, what do you say with this scroll? Do you want to rock, paper, scissors for it? Uh, one takes the scroll, one takes the potion. Sure. Okay. Ready? One, one two, two, three. Oh, one, two, three. This oh, is great one, podcasting. Two, three. <laughs> <laughs> 
One, two, three. They're playing rock, paper, scissors right now for the listeners. Okay. They were, yeah, actively doing it. You take it. Okay. So uh, Mark is going to take the scroll. Okay. Uh, you get, uh, or sorry, give me a roll. Roll of what? D20? Uh, yep. 10. And 10, 10. Oh, fuck. Yeah. You get something yeah. called the finger of death. Oh, God. That's, oh. That sounds, that sounds really good. good. It is brutal. It says, you send negative energy coursing through a creature that you can see within range, causing it searing pain. The target must make a con save throw. It takes 78 plus 30 necrotic damage on a failed save, or half as much on a successful one. Oh, wow. A humanoid, a humanoid killed by this spell rises at the start of your next turn as a zombie that is permanently under your command until killed. It's a bitch wow. of a spell. Like it is you do not want to face a necromancer that has it, is but that, to have it yourself. Is that single use or you just it's have that forever use. now? No, no, it's oh, it's a scroll. Damn. It's one use. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. We can like finger of death. Uh Mog's potion. Use uh, that yep, on give a me crab or something. <laughs> no, don't use seventeen. Crab. Seventeen browser. uh potion of resistance. So roll on the damage type table. Uh give me a um where's the damage type table? Uh Storm giant acid. Oh, there's the resistance. Oh, so roll a D uh, ten, or no D? Yeah, D ten. Sorry, six, six. Uh, necrotic. Uh, so you have resistance to necrotic damage. But so maybe we should trust the occasional treasure chest. Yeah. Uh, so write down those things so I don't have to yep. bring them up my Darn. notes later. So which ways does the cavern go now? Uh, it continues a little further in um, as you guys walk around. And you would see that uh, this was sort of where um, those creatures had been bedding. Mm -hmm. uh, but you see it's essentially empty now because uh, they were drawn from the lower quarter here. Yeah. But you see the remaining amount of crystals that you need. So go ahead and make the number of rolls that would equal 10. Ooh, I think I may have had my first... Uh, oh, I just needed a 10, right? Yeah. Okay, so I pass. Cool. Nice. I've ended up with seven good ones and three bad ones. Okay. I have 10 good ones. Nice. Wow. Uh, five. I have seven good and three bad. Okay. Uh, 19 so like eight. Because I should have an extra one. Good. I got nine good, two dust. Beautiful. Right, so let me just, um, just so I don't have to go back and listen, I'm going to quickly write that down. So it was nine, uh, eight and two for you? Nine or and two. Nine and two, and then two sevens and threes, and a straight ten, right? Mm -hmm. Good. Got them written down. Uh, you guys have cleared this area, this cavern, made out with some pretty decent gold. Um, I'm assuming you go back and uh, collect Take the other chance. gold. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there, was, uh, there wasn't as much. It's um, Where's my D6s? 66 gold in that one. Um, you take that, Obsidian. And well, uh, Anyone can carry the gold except for Mark. <laughs> <laughs> like, Mark, what? Mark, 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 darling, we have to talk about your spending habits. Why? <laughs> gold just kind of flows through your fingers like water. I'm making money while we're here. <laughs> <laughs> Doing what? Oh, I got guys in the back alley that are, well, never mind. <laughs> Guys in the back alley. <laughs> Calliope's increasingly concerned about what's going on in the back alley. 
What, while Obsidian is becoming an increasingly worried parent about Calliope, Calliope yeah. is also becoming a worried parent. Of, there's some generational trauma yeah, happening really in is, this yeah. friend group. Yeah. And Mog's just there. <laughs> Slutting his way through the entire Yeah, day. actually, someone so needs to be parenting Mog. Go back to steal virus? <laughs> We're needing some STI screening. Mog's, Mog's, I think this is a cry for help from Mog. <laughs> just exploring. Uh, you know what? No, this is a this is a shame free group. If you want to go and sleep your way through Dungeon of the Mad Mage, we support you. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. it's not my fault. The group of you uh, clear up the cave. Um, assuming I'm assuming you head back out. Yep. Uh, towards... Now we live here now. <laughs> yeah, this is our this Love is our this cave. Place. <laughs> we get free pirate treasure and like some corpses to eat. Why not? Let's hang out. <laughs> Uh, you head back out, uh, end up at uh, Skull Island at uh, that dock area that you're familiar with as that's where you first met Felrax and his boat. You're ready to head back to pet shop. the pet shop yeah. and chat with Olvira. Oh, no. <laughs> Something's oh. happening. Something crazy happened. Oh, no. But we don't know what it is just yet. That's where we're going to end. We'll see everybody next week. <laughs> Adventurers, yes. grab your weapons, but first, kiss your kin. Rise